Hey, how's it going, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the HGO Podcast. I'm one of your hosts today, Ethan, and joining me, as always, are my good friends, Hunter and Kyle. Hey, guys. How you doing? Ethan. Oh, I'm doing just swell. Wow. So I just noticed that you're wearing a dark shirt in a dark room, so you just look like a floating neck and head. I'm the, I'm the ghost of a gamer's <laughs> past, bro. I'm here, to, I'm here to moan and talk about how... I'm not even going to make that joke, to be honest, because someone will clip it and take it as a real thing. But, uh, yeah, my light's still broken. This time, the remote's working, but the bulb's dead, so <laughs> the, the, the plot continues. Now I have to buy a new bulb. I love this. It's great. So I'm just kind of sitting here. It also suits because I'm kind of ill right now. You might hear it in my voice. So it's like I'm just I'm just here. It's you know it's Christmas vibes. You know just hanging but out with still the, got the Christmas, Christmas spirit. I still do have the Christmas. He spirit. is the Christmas spirit. <laughs> <laughs> I am. I told you, Christmas past. Like you, uh, you guys yeah. been watching any any Christmas specials? Get you in the in, in the holiday mood? I know this is going up on Boxing Day, but uh, you know what? I watched, Who cares? The, I watched the Guardians Christmas special with my parents because I feel like you know it was twenty minutes. I'll allow it. And it was alright. My parents liked it quite a bit. I thought it was fine. It's just like, I don't know, it's Marvel, man. It's Marvel. It's yeah. like, I'm just, I'm kind of sick of it, you know, in a lot of ways. I'm just kind of like, eh, yeah, even if it was good, I'm still done. Like, I don't really care. It was, it was fine. But no, I yeah, really we've been Christmas watching movie. random Christmas movies throughout the month as uh, just on and off. Uh, watched the Santa Claus or something last week. Um, yeah, uh, I I have seen other, some others that are escaping me. Yeah, I don't know. I'll probably watch something at Christmas. I just I'm, I've got a short attention span. Movies are not my specialty, and especially yeah, so I'm yeah. just like instantly. I know, I know what you mean. My parents, I'm like, if you um, want to watch a Christmas film, because my one, I feel like there's two households, right? When it comes to like Christmas and stuff like that, you either open your presents all at the same time in the span of like thirty minutes, and everyone's like, it's like a it's like a war going on where everyone's just opening their own pile, and like, thank you, open the pile, <laughs> uh, thank you. Or you could be like my household where everything takes approximately sixty years, so we're still going through my birth year's christmas present um where it's literally like okay it's you know it's dad's turn pass him a present opens it up thank you it genuinely takes all day if not we'll have some left over for the next day this is how long it takes it's an epic so i'm like stick <laughs> oh, your christmas films geez. on in the background because we're gonna yeah, be here yeah. a while and it'll be like shall we leave some for later i'm like leave some we've li i've literally you know what, you know the rankings of presents, right? You've got, like, you know, your socks and your, you know, hygiene, like, deodorant, aftershaves, whatever. You've got those kind of, you know, if we've got the, the, the utilities. Yeah, the utilities. <laughs> then there's the smaller gifts. Then there's, like, the mid-sized gifts. Then there's the bigger gifts, right? And it's, like, utilities. We'll stop there. And be like, shall we save some for later? I'm like, I've barely got a, I've got a deodorant and, like, <laughs> deodorant and, like, two pairs of socks. Why are we stopping now? Everyone else is done. <laughs> So my Christmas is an epic, uh, but where, whatever you're celebrating, whether it is Christmas, whether it's Hanukkah, or hey, if you're just off, happy holidays. Hope you're having a good one. Yeah, Unlike every other podcast. Enjoy the day off. Yeah, we're here. Yeah, we're here yeah. to celebrate with you the world of video games, because we're no cowards, and we're definitely not pre-recording this early. Um, yeah. We specifically did this on Christmas Eve, I swear. Um, <laughs> but no, we're here to give our Game of the Year awards, as we do the HGAs, the Hot Game Awards. They're better than Jeff Keighley's because we have a H in front of it. So, yeah, fuck you, Jeff. Yeah. We're better, and uh, we're not infringing on your copyrights, so stay away. Stay away. <laughs> we may have Kojima, but we have 
good categories. Hey, that's what I'm talking <laughs> about, baby. So we're going to go through all of our many, many, many categories. We may be here a while. We may all agree, and it might be a super easy process. But the way we're doing it this year is last year, we kind of we kind of assimilated our list down into five nominations that we gave everyone an award. This year, we're going to talk about all of our favorites, and then we're going to decide on a statistical winner based on how many of us have picked it and we'll do it that way we'll deliberate and then we'll talk about our favorites anyway so everyone will still have a favorite but we'll have an official award to give what is the trophy i don't know i don't we don't have a trophy i'm not gonna photoshop one either (laughs) because i don't have long to edit this so just imagine a i don't know like a flame emoji on a trophy i don't know yeah yeah you know the usual the usual but just we've imagine got a... the Olympic torch. Yeah, you know what? Olympics, hit us up. We'll just take that, you know? <laughs> you, you, you only need it every four years. We can use that every year. Come here, come here. Give us the torch. Yeah. Yeah. Give us the torch. Yeah. It's as easy as that. Um... <laughs> well, two years. Uh, yeah, I guess. Well, yeah. But Summer do the winter. winter Olympics count? Let's be real. Yes. Uh, yeah, the winter, winter Olympics are cool. cooler, actually. They are cooler, to be They are. They still are better. They still are better, to be honest. Yeah, uh, they are better to be fair. Anyway, <laughs> let's let's just let's just get the show on their own. So yeah, if you if you're new here, we've done this for like the past two years. It's just a little fun thing that we do. None of it's real. We're not really like this. Isn't like a definitive thing. We we're just having a bit of fun. So if you have different answers, if you have different uh, performances, if you know better better games, better whatever you think, let us know in the comments. Better opinions. Better opinions. Your opinions are better than ours because you are a listener and that's how that works so let us know in the comments or you know email us at hotgamersonly at gmail.com what your picks are we'd love to hear them uh where are we starting this year boys where are we starting i believe, I believe we said we were the same place as last year where the, this came out this award yeah my, my this is this is the harshest award that we we give out uh which <laughs> i feel like we should space for this specify so basically the nominees for the this came out this year award is the game that we still can't believe came out this year so it is basically games that either we forgot came out or you know we're forgettable or etc but i do want to specify this is not a saying that the games are quality i think i have a couple in here where i was like you know what at least some of these are pretty decent tiles some of them are not, but some of them are pretty decent. It's just, I forgot they came out this year. They just came out in a week where something else... It's basically the Horizon Award, but everyone remembers Horizon because it's forgotten. Yeah, everyone remembers Horizon <laughs> because it's the one, it's the king of the forgotten the true games. Horizons. The true Horizons, this is, basically. <laughs> These are the true Horizons. Yeah. Uh, who's, Any who's... number of Square Enix's shotgunned uh, releases at the end of a week could be on here. Who are we starting mm-hmm. with? Are we starting with my nominations? Should we start with my... Yeah, we I was just go gonna... left to right, I, was just I gonna... guess. I was just gonna undo all of them at once. Well, you can do that. that well, let's way. do that. Let's do that, and then I don't I'll know what'll talk. be easier. Yeah, do it, and then but... I'll uh, do it, and then I'll uh, give my. I'll read mine out first because I want to be special. Yeah, audio but listeners, anyway. we've blocked them out so other people can't see them. We like to make it anyway. unique for us so that we don't know. Suspenseful. It's a bit of fun. It's a bit of fun. Yeah. yeah, exactly. It's a bit of fun. Anyway, anyways, revealing in three, two, one. Wow, Hunter wrote in tiny font. Okay. Listen, I had to fit things, man. <laughs> right, that's good. Okay, so my nominations for this 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 came out this year award uh, are Fire Emblem Warriors Three Hopes. Uh, I bought that game and still haven't played it because I keep forgetting that I own it. Uh, Mario Strikers, whatever it's called, uh, Supercharged Battle or whatever. League, uh, I Battle League, that's it. Uh, Nintendo Switch Sports, Ghostwire Tokyo, and Tiny Tina's Wonderlands. 
uh, I do want to give a special shout out to Tiny Tina's Wonderlands. It, I genuinely forgot it came out that much that I went onto a list on Wikipedia of all the releases this year and looked at that and went, oh yeah, that was this year. So that was like, <laughs> yeah, you're going on the list for that one. Uh, Hunter, what were your picks? My picks were Ghostwire Tokyo, Trek mm-hmm. to Yomi, Mario Strikers, Stranger, Final Fantasy Stranger of Paradise, and Windjammers 2. Windjammers 2 came out this year? Yeah. Like, that's in January. It was, like, right after we did the draft. I thought yeah. Jack picked that in his draft last year, so I was just like... He it did. Out. It just came and out. And then Kyle picked it, it just this didn't year. Come out. Oh, well, there you go. And then, Kyle, what are yours? I've got Trek to Yomi, Immortality, Fire Emblem Three Hopes, Ghostwire Tokyo, and Soul Hackers 2. Immortality, that is 100% a Kyle-ass pick. That is right there. You I, yeah, I feel like you only put that there because you didn't know what it was until you went to the I, game ago when I it never heard of it until three weeks ago. Yeah, yeah. that's that's, yeah, that's, what you, that's what you. That's what you probably What was this game even about? <laughs> Wasn't it like a Netflix I, 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 show? No, no it is. No. It's, 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 it's like a FMV game where you're like piecing oh, together videos. Going through found footage to try sort. and work out a mystery and oh. like lying through it and stuff like that. It's a, it's yeah, a I never heard thing. anything about this game until three weeks ago. It, right. it was yeah. made by the same guy who made like her story and telling lies and maybe there was another one I'm forgetting. Yeah. I don't know. Well, I've never heard of those either. Nah, typical. Uh, well, Looking at this, I feel like uh-huh. if anything comes up in multiple people's lists, then that's <clears> like, <throat> it doesn't have to be in everybody's list, but as long as it's in two people's lists, that's like the nominations then for the entirety of us. So yeah. I guess that means that we have nominations of Fire Emblem Three Hopes, Ghostwire Tokyo, uh, and Mario Strikers. Yeah. Battle Although League. we had Ghostwire across the board. We also had, so. yeah, we did have Ghostwire across the board. Um, I don't know, what are you guys thinking about this? I feel like I'm thinking I didn't play any of these games. Mm, I'm also feeling that. I feel. <laughs> <laughs> I feel. I played four out of the five that I listed, and I forgot about them. Still, <laughs> here's the thing, right? Is Ghostwire? I gen. I truly feel like Ghostwire is a great pick for this. Because mm. I feel the the only reason I ever remember it is because we had a podcast on it. That's the only reason I ever remember yeah. that one. Whereas yeah. it's like Mario Strikers, <laughs> even though it's like the worst thing that Nintendo has released in Donkeys, they keep reminding us of it because they keep adding a character every six months. So that keeps coming back up That's on Twitter. Uh, and then Fire Emblem Three Hopes, as forgettable as it is, Fire Emblem fans sure knew it existed. So I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, to me. I feel like, based on the nominations here, that we give the award to Ghostwire because we all put it, and also I, I feel so. like it suits it. So there you go. I guess the me. winner for this came out this year award goes to Ghostwire Tokyo. Uh, I don't know what your picks personally are. Mine is Tiny Tina's Wonderlands because I didn't even know that game came out this year, so that one wins my vote entirely. <laughs> uh, but Ghost, what, what about you, Hunter? Have your picks? What would you? Pick? Uh, Mine is probably Windjammers 2, just because that was the last one I thought of, and it was literally as I was scrolling by, like, mm-hmm. things that came out. And I'm like, oh, right, I even played this for a bit, <laughs> and fine. still it didn't. I forgot to even write it down on, like, my list of games that I played, so. <laughs> <laughs> no, fair enough. And Kyle, what would you pick out of yours? No, nah, I'd probably give it to Soul Hackers 2, just because. Very forgettable. I don't know. I feel like it. You know, with how big Atlas got after P5, it didn't come out with the same kind of fanfare 
that well, no, people were I think, expecting I think it to the have. 72 or whatever it got doesn't help yeah. either. It's not a very well-received game either. Um, yeah. It's an interesting one. Uh, but hey, that's how it is sometimes. That's how it is. Uh, <clears throat> so there you go. One category down. And now we'll talk about some actual categories. That... <laughs> now to the real thing. Now to the real thing. Uh, hottest RPG is the first one that we've got up, which was the award for the best RPG of the year, in our opinion. So, Kyle, reveal. Right. Revealing. Oh, okay, I'm glad that me and Hunter both were like, <laughs> okay, yeah. I was like, I I'm not going to play that many RPGs things. this yeah. year, man. Same, same. So, I didn't play like, many RPGs this year. I, I guess I could have potentially put in Elden Ring because I did play it for 10 hours, but you know, <laughs> I'm not, that wasn't enough for me to go to bat for it. So, you know. Well, there you go. Whatever. Okay. Uh, my RPG nominations for this year, I only have three. Uh, one is Elden Ring. Uh, the second is Pokemon Legends Arceus. And the third one is Xenoblade Chronicles 3. Hunter. In our Xenoblade Chronicles 3, Nobody Saves the World. And Final Fantasy Crisis Core. Final Fantasy VII Crisis Core. Fair enough. And Kyle? I've got Xenoblade 3, Live Alive, Triangle Strategy, Pokemon Legends Arceus, and Elden Ring. So by this standard, by the by the HGO standard of more than one person, thanks to Kyle putting a game <laughs> that he hasn't played, Elden Ring still gets a nomination on the official list, so we do look like shills. Thank you, Kyle, love that. Uh, yeah, it's so what I'm here for. Xenoblade 3 gets a through with all three, and then Pokemon Legends Arceus also gets a nomination then as well. So. Arceus was fun. Let, let, let's let's be fucking real here, right? Xenoblade Three is winning this award from us, right? We're just giving it to Xenoblade yes. Three because yeah, yeah. Okay, There's congratulations, Xenoblade Three. Here. Yeah, you're winning. <laughs> congratulations. You guys like it more than I do, and it's the only game that I listed that's nominated. I here's here's the thing though, right? Is it's like. I know people that haven't listened to this podcast might think, oh, you know, we must be Xenoblade Sims or whatever. It's like, there was so much going for this game that meant that I would have fucking hated it. I do not really like the first Xenoblade at all. Xenoblade 2 could have very much have been a one and done for me, where I just liked that one and it was gone. Like, so for Xenoblade 3 to be my favorite of the trilogy now is really something to, like, it's a real testament to that game. Like I say, I think it's the most complete game on Switch. Like, it feels like the most polished thing that's on Switch. It's just, there's something about that game that's special. And when people are always saying, hey, Horizon's been snubbed, I'm like, Xenoblade has been extremely snubbed in terms of, obviously it's already in a niche category of its own, but, you know, it's like all of the RPGs this year were JRPGs for the most part. And the fact that FromSoft came yeah. kicking and screaming was like, they were already going to take the JRPG, <laughs> like the JRPG side hostage, whether you liked it or not, because of how popular From is. So it just kind yeah. of, to me, it seems like the obvious answer and it's what i'd give it i, I think Elden ring's fab i think it's a great game but um xenoblade to me was just the more fun experience i have m way more fun with it than i did with Elden ring uh hunter yeah. what what would you give it what, what would you give your award to um i'd give it to xenoblade 3 seeing as how i'm not quite done with crisis core i just like it enough to be willing to say <laughs> that i would have liked it yeah. all enough to nominate it um off of what i've played nobody saves the world was a fun time and mm. really good with someone to play with but you know i felt <clears throat> xenoblade 3 was the more complete experience i forgot uh, i i forgot that i had played a tiny bit of nobody because i played it on game pass when it came out for like a couple of minutes not long though i didn't play it for long 
so I didn't feel like it was justified a nomination from me. But I did play it for a little bit. Didn't forget it came out. I just forgot I played it on Game Pass. Uh, yeah. Kyle, I, you would have given it to Z- would you have given it to Xenoblade yeah. or would you have given yeah. it to Live Alive? Yeah, Xenoblade. Fair no, enough. no question. Well, there you go. We're all. It's in me. The I'm the Xenoblade shill. Yeah, now Kyle. Kyle is a Xenoblade shill. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> uh, I can't wait for us to invent, invent a best DLC category next year just to give Xenoblade another award. <laughs> and Guess just that means to I'll snub have to Horizon again. <laughs> snub Horizon and Idris Elba in Cyberpunk, so I probably will have played Cyberpunk when that comes out. So, uh, you know, it'll be fun. I don't anyway. think I play enough DLCs in video games. <laughs> To there's at least three next year that i'll probably play so it doesn't matter if there are at least three i usually don't play them yeah well, well the three's point. enough to nominate guys that's how that's how we that's how that works anyway uh what's the next category hot section adventure i believe so oh, cool. action slash adventure not yeah. action adventure game yeah we like to specify to that we feel that the boundaries between what an action game and an adventure game are very fucking stupid in the games industry because you can say either or for either. So we like to put them all together because we don't play that many of them anyway. So yeah, it's just easier this way. I feel like Kyle would have a fucking headache. We're if just he tried three to people. Yeah. Anyway, feel free I don't to even know uh, how many reveal I put them. in here. Let's find out. Wow, okay. we three games I didn't play. God, I'm good at this. Yeah, you're great. Uh, my <laughs> my. Uh... <laughs> My my nomination for Out is Action Adventure were God of War Ragnarok, Horizon Forbidden West, uh, Neon White, and Splatoon 3, specifically the single player, because it was a good damn single player. I didn't know where to fit it, and it's kind of like an adventure, I guess. So I was like, good enough. I would count it. I have a nomination. Uh, Cowell, Hunter, sorry, what were yours? Mine were Sifu, God of War Ragnarok, Neon White, Roller Drome, and Plague Tale Requiem. Three of those are really solid action games as far as everything that they're going for in the gameplay departments. Yeah. And then the other two are, you know, the more narrative-driven, fun experiences. Still really good as far as the way they play. Yeah, and Sifu's a really good fighting game as well. Kyle, what have it's you put true, it is. Yeah, I've got God of War Ragnarok, Neon White, and Sifu, and I didn't play any of these. So I have <laughs> nothing to add to this conversation. I just didn't want to leave this blank. Well, okay, so I guess this means, <laughs> from nomination's point of view, luckily <laughs> luckily for you, God of War, Neon White, were already going through. So luckily for you, Kyle, that's it, right? Sifu will also put through, because I know Hunter really liked it. So yeah. I'll say, Sifu goes through, because Hunter really likes it, even though I'm not counting your nomination as much, Kyle, because you just, like, <laughs> you haven't played it. And then, Thanks, yeah. best buddy. We'll do that then. So it's between really Ragnarok, Neon White, and Sifu. Uh, mm. I don't know here because I feel like we're going to disagree see, here because you're going to see this say comes Sifu. down. This comes down to well, no, as a as a complete package, I like God of War more. Mm. Sifu at like the granular action part of it is, I think, a bit more fun. But I think as a complete package, I'd still be willing to give this to God of War. Yeah. And not for nothing, Neon White is also really, really great in the gameplay department. <laughs> it is. It is fab. Um, yeah, Ragnarok's just this weird little thing, right? I, I wasn't amazingly... Like, I wasn't huge in, like, in God of War 2018. I wasn't really hugely into it. But Ragnarok, I... 
I struggled to figure out why I like Ragnarok more than I like 2018. And then I realized it when someone said it is Ragnarok is a gamey game where it's like, it, like Ragnarok knows it's a game, whereas God of yeah, War 2018 yeah, yeah. was it's trying like... to make you believe it wasn't. Ragnarok yeah, yeah, is just like... like, you are going to hit things and you're going to like it. And I'm like, fair enough, I'm in. You know? for, yeah, for all of its uh, storytelling prowess, it still remembers that it's a video game. Whereas like the original the was less... Metal Gear Solid like, and Uncharted. Yeah. So it's like... I do. I really I really did like Ragnarok. It's, it's an interesting one. I feel like the ending kind of rushes a tiny bit at the end. I feel like... Yeah. The I feel like I their big to... climax could have been a little, you know... I feel like more could have been happening than just in the background. You yeah, know I mean? and I respect his. I respect so many things about that game. I respect the twist that it has. I respect the story that they went with. I respect that they had the balls to go no two games instead of three and just cut it yeah. down. But there is also a part of me that's like, I feel like this could have been three. I feel like we could have done other things here because there was a lot of stuff. Basically, it's a lot of Vanaheim. This game is basically just Vanaheim the video game, where you just go in Vanaheim and you... Vanaheim the video game, yeah. Yeah, where, like, there's Vanaheim's a, a huge world, Kyle, where it's, like, there's genuinely, like, ten hours of game in that, and just in Vanaheim, and then every mm. other of the Nine Realms is, like, an hour, maybe two. <laughs> like, Midgar is literally just the frozen lake, and that's it. So it's, like, nice. it feels to me uh, that... To be they... fair, we had been through all of Midgar before, True. so that was the one that I could... I, my feelings weren't very hurt by that. Oh, true. Uh, but I also feel like that could have been. But I'm, it's it's gripes really. It's right. Ragnarok gets it. Ragnarok gets yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Like, like it, it's a fantastic game, and like, they should be very uh, proud of it. Yeah, like if I had reviewed God of War, that would have been must play as far as the verdict was concerned. And I'm not sure I would say that about the other two. Uh, Actually, I know I wouldn't say that about Sifu because I gave it a recommend instead. <laughs> <laughs> you did a review. Um, yeah, I don't. It's it's, it's an interesting one. Yeah, it, I I feel like it's right. I feel like it's right. But also, I do that. I do that kind of second guessing. Kind of, hey guys, am I am I? I'm doing the free forbidden west. Where I'm like, did I love Ragnarok? I'm like, yes, you did. Stop doing this thing where, I, like, a month after the game comes out, you start thinking, did you really like it? Because you did. Like, stop it. <laughs> did you like it, or were you just bored? Yeah. No, I did like it. Anyway. Next category. Yeah. What is it? We're going back to the joke categories real quick. That's what you We're think. We're going to look at some hairstyles from this year. Oh, oh God. Yeah. Here's the thing, right? I did these, like, <laughs> I did these on, like, my lunch break at work one random day. I don't remember what I put. I had, like, I was on a time limit. I was like, let's just go. So, I don't, I don't really remember what I put, what I put either. So, okay. cool. Well, I guess we'll find out together. Send it in three, two, one. Oh, there you go. Perfect. Right. Now, I want to explain mine. Mine, I couldn't think of characters, because again, so I did do the double dip. I'm a horrible human being. But I decided if I'm going to double dip, let's double dip properly with a Chad in the middle. So I went with two from Elden Ring, because Elden Ring has some great hair. I had two from Xenoblade, because they have great hair. And then we'll talk about the middle one. So from Xenoblade, we have Noromio from... Uh, from Elden Ring, we had Melania, Melania, and Melina. <laughs> they are two separate characters. Not guys. only did you double this, but you also used like almost all of the same letters for this character. Yeah, I thought it was funny. I thought it was funny. And then the middle child is Kratos from God of War for the best hair. Because it's a good beard. It's a good beard. It is a good beard. Anyway, uh, Hunter, what did you go with? 
Mine were Bayonetta from, you know, Bayonetta 3, obviously. Her hair is magical, and the style is cool. Ghostblade from DNF Duel, because that just is a good hairstyle. Super long. I almost put him. Yeah. Uh, Mizuki from Somnium Nirvana, which, you know, another really good... AI has a bunch of good hairstyles, actually. You know what's really annoying was I forgot about AI when I was doing this. I remembered it later on, but I forgot and I'd already blacked it out, so I didn't even contemplate it. I would have 100%... AI has a bunch of good hairstyles, actually. We can put put Mizuki through because technically I would have put her on the list (laughs) if I had actually used my brain for more than five seconds in this category. (laughs) yeah yeah and then um who else uh marion from river city girls has a really great hairstyle too Um, i love you i just realized that you also put kratos at the end (laughs) i did i said i said last year that i would remember no i don't remember last week never mind last year bro that's true i I looked back at the entries from last year and hunter put clank on his list (laughs) from i sure did bro that race race was something else I know, right? Yeah, it's great. But yeah, and then Kratos was so my shiny. final entry because his beard is immaculate. And the animation they got to come through, like his lips through, yeah, the, through beard the beard was really yeah. good too. <laughs> Very good. Kyle? All right, so I've got Frederica from uh, Triangle Strategy. She's got cool pink hair. pink hair. Yeah, yeah she's got I cool found, pink hair. It, it, it works with her with the aesthetic. I really like it. Then I've got Noah from Xenoblade 3. Yeah. Actually, these three are all lumped together. Noah from Xenoblade, Striker from DNF Duel, and Nimona from Pokemon. Ponytail. That's literally just ponytail. They've all got really cool ponytails. Ah, good stuff. I told you, man. The ponytails. And also put Molina from Elden Ring as a fifth. Not Melania. Molina. Yes. I don't know who this character is. What do you mean? I've already forgotten. I've already forgotten. Maiden. Melina is the maiden, the one with the pink hair with the hood. Yeah. And then Melania is the boss that took me like fucking three hours and I wanted to rip my hair out with the massive red hair. Oh, yeah. Everywhere. Yeah, yeah. So there you go. Right. Well, anyway, so due to our stupid logic, that means that (laughs) Noah, Kratos go through. And Noah, Kratos, Mizuki, and Melina go through. Right, so those are our choices. Okay. Wow. Where do go we team. want to start with this? Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm not letting go of Kratos. I'm not dropping him early. We're, we're fighting. I'm keeping him until the death. <laughs> no, 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 no. For the sake of the meme, Kratos could. I, I would respect Kratos as the pick for sure. Um, <laughs> without a doubt. Um, that is a nice yeah. beard. It is, man. Here's the uh, thing, right? Here's the thing. I love Noah. I love him as a character. But he is just Anime Boy with Ponytail. We have seen Anime Boy with Ponytail. We will see him again next year, I can guarantee yeah, it. Because so cool. I'm, pretty, I'm pretty sure Genshin Impact has Anime Boy with Ponytail. They'll release at least five next year. And I know that Bandai Namco's probably got another six anime games in the lineup that will all have Boy with Ponytail. I feel like, well, I feel like this will come again. <laughs> we only get bull Kratos every like five or six years, guys. We need to yeah, we need true. to hold on to this when we can. <laughs> I love Mizuki's hair too, but also I, me too. I th- I think it's even for being in an anime game, uniquely weird. Yeah, it is. We we uniquely weird. I like that too. Melina, I'm also happy to 
put away because that is just anime girl hair with hood. Also happy to put that one to the side here. And let's talk yeah. about the real let's talk about <laughs> the, the real, real two contenders. The real two. <laughs> the real two are Mizuki and Kratos here. Now who are we giving it to? <laughs> what a unique episode of Death Battle this yeah, is. Like I'm just My saying God. All right. I don't know who would win that to be honest. I don't know who would win. Mizuki's power is you Let's know, see, dude untapped. with literal god powers or girl with pipe. Literal god powers. Yeah. yeah. She also basically has god powers. So uh what truth. Dude, I, I feel like I, Kyle, I do you I, know what Mizuki's song or sequel hair looks like? The double it's yeah, very so light I, I have the power of Google image searching. Thank yeah, it looks great. Okay. I was just, I just knew that you only had seen the. You know, first it's great. You know, it's hand. really unique. It's cool, but also Kratos, bro. Like, I, I feel like a really good beard. That's very true. He's, he's got to win by default. So congratulations to the best hair <laughs> being Kratos from God of War. Going to a bald guy. Going to a bald guy with a beard. You love to see it. <laughs> you know, if anything, we're just showing that, you know, you too can win best hair. Even if you're bald, you can win it. You know, you just got to have a good Bald's beard or a good mustache. You know, exactly. If no one will give you an award, we will. Congratulations. <laughs> you That's the HGO it. guarantee. We love to see it. Mizuki will get a chance again before Kratos does, anyway. Yeah, true. Probably. Uh, anyway, what's next? That was a fun, a fun detour. Next up, we've got the hottest music slash score. Wow. Let's take a peek. This is going to be an interesting one. Okay, where is that? Oh, there it is. It's already been revealed. Okay. <laughs> This was really hard, by the way. This one was really hard. Mm. So, my five nominations are Xenoblade 3, God of War Ragnarok, Elden Ring, Pokemon Legends Arceus, and Overwatch 2. And this is the only nomination I've given Overwatch 2. And the only reason is, is because the only good thing about Overwatch 2 is the orchestrated soundtrack. That's the only good thing about Overwatch 2. It's phenomenal. It's a phenomenal soundtrack. But also... It's Overwatch 2, but it, I, I had to give it because there's literally, a, there's, there's the main Overwatch 2 theme genuinely sends me to tears every time, so uh, shame the game's shit. Anyway, Hunter? <laughs> My nominations are Sifu, which has a better score than you might expect from just a you know, a fighting game, game like that. Yeah, from a fighting <laughs> game like that. Uh, like, honestly, for for the longest time, it like up until maybe this last couple of months it was like my favorite music score in the year and yeah and then after that bayonetta 3 really good at what it does um viola's battle theme might be my favorite song in a video game to come out this year so that has to count for something mm -hmm. <laughs> um following on from that plague tale requiem had quite a few songs that post beating it i went back and listened to like right away yeah um, Really good, really great at setting the mood. River City Girls 2 is, like, I was confident enough in that to write it down before I played the game, because the first <laughs> ones, the um, first, and I and if I had been wrong, I would have taken it back, but I was not wrong. Mm -hmm. The River City Girls 2 soundtrack is fantastic. Really good at setting the mood, a really cool, like, synth-pop kind of soundtrack. Uh, and then Somnium Files Nirvana has you know 
few really solid entries there. The main theme was as cool as the main theme from the beginning, from the first game. Um, there were some really cool Somnium themes going on in there. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. And over on my end, we've got yeah. Xenoblade Chronicles 3, Live Alive, Neon White, Triangle Strategy, and Tactics Ogre Reborn. Cool. Right. So from the way our stupid system works, only one, there's only one game that two of us fucking picked. So <laughs> it wins by default in terms of the official award. So congratulations, Xenoblade Chronicles 3, I guess. You just got lucky because everybody else somehow, we somehow came up with a diverse set of fucking games here. So well done, guys. Uh, we did yeah. it. Um, Way to go, team. But no, I don't know. What would you guys, what, Hunter, what would you pick out of your <laughs> list, especially seeming that you... Um, probably River City Girls too. Oh. Nice. Potentially recency bias, but I, I'm, I was listening to the first game soundtrack for the few months it's been since I played that still, and I feel like that'll be a continuing trend after beating this one. So yeah, yeah. Mm. Kyle. All right. Um. I mean, no surprise. I'd give mine to Xenoblade Three yeah. because every every soundtrack in this game is fantastic. And there was a tweet I saw come back around the time of the Game Awards that said every Xenoblade 3 song sounds like the composer was told it was the last song they'll ever make. Yeah. Which is an accurate statement. Just listen to that pause music. That pause music was really good, man. They didn't need to go that hard. Yeah. On a no menu. Pause, no I remember when I played the game and I paused hard, it. I was extremely pissed off because I paused it and the music stopped and then it played another song. I'm like, what the fuck? This game has menu music? What? I don't know. <laughs> Why? And then I was like, no, you fucking stay pause music. That's great. Great piece of music. I was like, oh no, the pause music is great. No. It's, it's impressive that it never got old. Yeah. I know. But I played that game for like 110 hours and I never got sick yeah. of it. And I never yeah. play a game for 110 hours, really. There's very few games that do that. <laughs> for me, here's the thing. With music, for me, it's like, I like a good soundtrack. It's great, you know? It's like, but to me, it's always about the emotions. Like, how does it make me feel, right? It's like, I love Persona yeah. 5. Persona 5's a great game. But what is my favorite song on the, out of the, Persona, the entirety of the Persona 5 soundtrack is Sunset Bridge, just because of it being the, the song on the final day. So it's like, I don't, I love like, I love the big bombastic stuff. So it's like looking at the years, it's like, yeah, did the Overwatch 2 main theme, did it make me cry when I heard it? Yes, because I'm a fucking simp for that. And also it was to a really good animation. And it'll probably make me cry when the actual game comes out next year, when the, <laughs> when it'll be nominated again and we'll actually talk about it seriously, when the actual game comes out and then just patch Overwatch 1. Anyway, Legends Arceus, that main theme for Arceus, the town, do you lifetime, whatever. It's mm. like my favorite piece of Pokemon music ever, and the way that it just—it's just so tranquil, and it and it it grows as the town grows and stuff like. That. I'm like, that's brilliant. Pokemon hasn't done good music like that in years, and I was like, yes, they're back. And then Scarlet and Violet also has great music. I'm like, oh god, they're coming back. The music team's Shout coming out back to Toby Pokemon. Fox. Hell yeah. <laughs> uh, Elden Ring and Ragnarok have such bombastic and loud and like amazing orchestral soundtracks they're brilliant they're absolutely fab i love them to man, pieces pe man people have like an axe to grind with god of war ragnarok soundtrack around game award nomination time and i feel like those kind of people are like 
it's like not every one of them has to be something that you'd immediately go and look up on YouTube. Like some of them go for different things like God of War and potentially Elden Ring. I don't really know. Or more like it's to elevate the moments that yeah, the music is that's accompanying. A, and then like, it certainly worked. Like Oh yeah. And they both they yeah. both work fantastic. I love those soundtracks. They're both mm. brilliant. But those fucking flutes in Xenoblade Chronicles 3, I don't fucking care. I said before the game would come out that those fucking flutes would make me cry, and I think they did about three times in the entirety of the game. They are <laughs> they are stupid. I hate them. They're fucking dumb. It's just there's something about that soundtrack that is just phenomenal. Mm-hmm. I love that soundtrack. It's great. Why that? Hurry up and fucking release that soundtrack. God damn it. Mm-hmm. Monolith. Please. It takes them forever. Maybe we'll get it at some point next year. But yeah, so to me, I'd still give it to Xenoblade 3. But very great games. Great soundtracks this year. As you can tell yeah. by the fact that I'm we kidding. somehow managed to, what, put on five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, yeah, 13. 13 different soundtracks nominated. There you go. Mm. Anyway, what's next? Um, another audio category, this time performance. We remembered to put it on this year, officially. Only just. Only just. <laughs> Here we go. Okay. <laughs> All right. Wow, we. Okay, right. Well, this is look at all these fun. entries. This is. I love how you and me found the same loophole. I like that, Kyle. I like that a lot. Anyway, here are my nominees. What you both nominated? What's her face? So that from the Elden Ring thing, even though <laughs> no. it's really for well, no. Blade. Well, no, it's well, not that's really. Why no. Kyle no. I no, that's never. why Kyle did. I will actually say that Ronnie well, is no. the best character in Elden Ring. Period. Like genuinely, she's brilliant. Brilliant performance. I would have put it down. Yes. Let's put it this way. If I would have put it anyway, it made my choice of picking Harry easier. Let's put it that yes. way. Yes, <laughs> yeah. But okay, my I also went are... and actually listened to her performance. No, it's really good. It's really to good. justify me putting her on there, and it was really freaking good. Right. Okay. Here are my nominations for best performance: uh, Harry McIntyre for Noah and Xenoblade Chronicles Three, Christopher Judge uh, for Kratos and God of War Ragnarok, Amy Fionn Edwards for uh, Rani and. Elder Ring, uh, Karina Boat is it Boatger? I believe. I think it's it. Boatger, yeah. Boatger for uh, obviously uh, we were just talking about it. Mizuki, Mizuki. Yeah, and Sonya Falcon edition, and then Ashley Birch for uh, Horizon Forbidden West. Yeah. Anyway, Hunter. My nominations are Danielle. I think it's Basuti. Yeah. For Freya from God of War Ragnarok. Yeah, uh, Brent Mook, Brent Mukai for Komeji from AI: The Somnium Files, Nirvana Initiative, Charlotte Mc, Charlotte McBurney for Amicia Darun from Plague Tale Requiem, Caleb Pierce as Zach in Final Fantasy Crisis Core, and Harry McIntyre Xenoblade Three. Noah, E. Kyle. Then I've got Christopher Judge as Kratos from God of War. Yep. Got Amy Fionn Edwards as Ronnie from Elden Ring. Mm-hmm. I have Susie Jung as Lei Kugo in Life Alive. Patrick Pedraza as Scaramouche in Genshin Impact. And Harry McIntyre as Noah in Blade 3. Okay, interesting. So. Thank you. <laughs> by, the, by, the, by our logic, it's between... Amy Fionn Edwards for Arnie, Christopher Judge for God of War, or Harry McIntyre. Everyone put Harry McIntyre. 
So is that does that mean we're all comfortable with giving it to Harry McIntyre for for now? Is that how we're doing it? I love this man. Okay. Yeah. Let's talk about these other performances before we talk about that one, because I do want a couple of them. And now that you mentioned Kameji for AI uh, and AI Zombie Files, I actually do want to give a special kind of push to that because it's him, a fantastic it, it, performance picking a person from somnium files was hard because it's kind of like death stranding a couple of years ago where there were like two really good consistent performances throughout the whole game and then there was one like near the end that just acted their face off for like yeah, 10 yeah, minutes yeah, yeah. yeah so i went with komeji because i can talk about him easier without giving away spoilers of the other character komeji's just really solid very great range of emotions and i was super invested in his arc for the whole game man you definitely he's he's definitely a character that when you look at him you feel like you're gonna i was not expecting gonna, to yeah. like him as much as i did yeah and you just kind of feel like an oddball choice but the way that they kind of humanize him and they kind of deal with like you say his story it is you you genuinely do end up feeling quite a lot for him and the situation he's in so yeah i definitely agree with that one uh it's great. Uh, Christopher Judge and Daniela Bassetti in God of War, both fantastic performances, genuinely. Yeah, like, just walking away. Like, I figured you would, or at least you would put Christopher Judge, so I just wanted to shout out Danielle, because Freya was really good in that game. <laughs> like, yeah, genuinely. Oh. And I, I genuinely I genuinely would have, up until, again, we're talking about, you know, consistent performances. Both Christopher Judge and Danielle are phenomenal throughout the entire game. If it was just up until that final cutscene, if we cut that final cutscene off of the fucking... I'm not going to say what the final cutscene is, but if you cut that final oh, yeah, cutscene off exactly of the what fucking game, I probably would have leaned over towards Danielle. <laughs> yeah, but I that can final cutscene sure. with Christopher Judge it's, it's is so feel. damn powerful that I was like, no, you know what? I will give the nomination to you because there's just something about that final scene that is just very moving. It's very good. Again, it's the Death Stranding moment where I'm like, God damn it, Christopher Judge, you, you did you did too good of a job there. Where you say so much <laughs> with zero words that it's just very powerful. Um any other ones that we want to talk about? Yeah, like Amy is the best character in Elden Ring. There's some great dialogue. There's always good dialogue in El- in FromSoft games. There's just there's always mm-hmm. great performances. But there's something about her performance in that game that is very good because you're always leaning on a line with her character on whether to trust her or not is she a friend is she are you going down the right path and even when you get her ending or whatever you still don't know you're like was that the right call was it the wrong one i don't know and i just kind of love those kind of characters where it's like you've got the people that ultimately instantly go yes i will i will follow that path and die for it but then you've got you like you've got the regular people (laughs) who are like should i should i trust her i don't know just a very interesting kind of performance to it um, and like I say, just very good performance. Does anyone else want to shout out anybody else before we're done? Uh, Charlotte McBurney is Amicia in Plague Tale, uh, much like a lot of the Plague Tale sequel. I feel like was just a massive um, upgrade from what she was doing in the first game, which, you know, the character performances were pretty strong and innocent, but it was just really well portrayed as far as this child, essentially a child. She's like 15 or 16 Mm -hmm. in this game already went through the ordeal of the first game, just portraying the trauma, traumatized child becoming worse because of the result of the world she's living in. Yeah. But still doing it for the sake of something good. It's really good. It's a, it's a really good performance. 
I guess we should talk about Harry before we do wrap this up because we haven't actually talked about our winner too much. Uh, so let's 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 talk about it for a second because I I, I want to say to I want to personally I want to apologize to Harry to be honest because the first half of this game I'm not gonna lie I thought that your I thought that Noah was a bit boring to be honest I thought it was a bit flat a bit underwhelming he's my least favorite character in the fucking game out of the six main protagonists in the first three chapters um but when i don't know if i want to fucking say it because of spoilers but when a certain thing happens in the game and the character kind of starts to unravel a bit and there's a, there's a change to it and it's almost as if he's you know he has to play multiple sides of the same coin in a lot of ways and it's like the way that he juggles that and the way that he manages to nail all of it is just so well handled it's like man it's just it's just it's just expertly done and i just i really really like it it's and in my opinion it's just i I don't want to compare it to other things because i don't want to downplay other people because to elevate harry but it's just like the way that he did it i'm just like one of the best ways i've ever seen it done to be honest and i just i just love the emotion i love the power of it and i just think he's just he just he just nailed it he just nailed it Mm. I don't yeah, know, for, for sure. me the for me the turning like the deciding point for me it's starting to really like noah was that one cutscene in chapter four where he and mio do that little flute exchange oh that was a really good one yeah it's just like that one moment where both he and amy fiona edwards both just absolutely knocked it out of the park as those two characters yeah it's just like I say that game is just like that. That that game is genuinely it's 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 something else. I I do I absolutely do I adore Xenoblade Three. It's a fantastic mm. game. Um, and it's 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 one of those things now where it's like, hey, if I want to bully my friends into playing Xenoblade, at least I can say, hey, if you cringe at two, you'll at least get something great with three, at least like, or just go straight to three. If <laughs> yeah. you really don't want to go straight to three. One of my buddies fell off of the first game, so I'm like, listen, don't bother going back. Just play three. Just play three. Or I'll Just bully you into three. playing one through three, and if you don't like one, I'll be like, okay, skip to two. And if you don't like two, I'm like, okay, play three, because three's the, like three's great. You'll absolutely love it. But, three's uh... the one with the sauce. <laughs> you hear that, Sam? Three is next. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't feel like it. I don't feel like even trying to convince that. <laughs> uh anyway, what's next? I believe it's the hottest art style. Oh boy. This isn't subjective as fuck, I swear. Right. What's <laughs> what's on all. the cards? Yeehaw! Oh, look Yeehaw. at that. Fucking hell. Fucking hell. Right, mine are Xenoblade 3, uh, Horizon Forbidden West, Alna Ring, Ragnarok, and I did become a basic bitch for a second, because I did nominate Stray. I'm sorry, <laughs> I have not done my service, apparently. But no, I have uh, nominated Stray. Hunter? Mine are Sifu, Rollerdrome, Neon White, River City Girls 2, and Plague Tale Requiem. And Kyle? I've got DNF Duel, Live Alive, Legends Arceus, Final Fantasy Crisis Core, and Splatoon 3. Right, am I right here in saying that not a single one of us nominated the same I thing? I, I don't think well, so. Well, here we go then. This is a fucking nice. problem, isn't it? Right, cool. so... How are we going to do Not this? Not subjective at all. <laughs> ah. <laughs> well, I guess then. we can just say which ones we like the most, and then, I don't know, 
go through why we chose each of them, and if anyone becomes convinced, then sure. Fucking hell. I don't know where to start, to be honest. I don't know where to start. Right. Here's like my thing, right? I, I, I can start pick. I can, I can, I can pick out. I can pick other people's off if that's what you want me to do. I can pick mine Go off, for and I can pick, For example, as much as I'm sure Crisis Core is great, it is just a fucking. It's just a Final Fantasy it's Seven the version. Of Crisis, it, yeah, the Seven Remake Engine. It's just that. Well, except it doesn't <laughs> look as good engine. as it. Yeah, but it just even. doesn't look as good. Or Splatoon Three that looks like Splatoon Two, or Horizon and Xenoblade that look like Horizon and Xenoblade. I can feel like oh, God of War that looks like God of War. We can <laughs> peel these ones back a bit yeah. if you want, just to get a more unique answer. Um. <sighs> If I had to, if I had to choose two from my list and pat the other ones off, it would be Elden Ring and Stray. Those are the two that I would put forward for art direction yeah. or art style. Uh, what would you do, Hunter? If you had to do the same, mine would be Sifu and uh, Rollerdrome for different reasons, I suppose. Okay, uh, and Kyle, from yours, which one? Mine, would you put? I'd go, I'd go DNF Duel and Live Alive. Okay. Now, where do we go from here? Like, this is a disaster. Right? Uh, so, <laughs> the reason I put Rollerdrome on here, yeah, is just because it does kind of on the first blush look, oh, cell shaded indie game, blah blah blah. The reason it got my nomination was because it does a really good job at using that style to like translate into the visual language of the game where it conveys all the information really nicely. Like you'll have this sniper aiming at you with, and their laser will be red and it will flash white for a brief second to indicate like the window for dodging and whatnot to get like the perfect dodge. It does a really good job at using that simplified art style to tell you what to do without telling you what to do. And uh, as far as Sifu is concerned, I just think it looks really good like every frame of that game is a painting <laughs> okay kyle um so dnf duel is it's you know your typical arxis fighter everything yeah. looks super flashy and big and over exaggerated and it all just looks fantastic looks great sounds great just a good time it's a spectacle to look at and then live alive is genuinely the best hd2d has ever looked and uh -huh. comparing that to what octopath traveler was it's like night and day compared to the shit that they've allowed that like they've been able to do with this not fair and then for mine i think Elden ring is such a uniquely kind of it's i think romsoft is like they're, they're, they're great at this they're great at world building they're great at art, art, art direction and it's like every time it's like and this is the one that has the technology to at least look good to too. make it look good exactly <laughs> as well i don't need like, to i don't need i don't need to look at the concept art of a monster to understand what the blood starved oh, beast yeah. was supposed to look like and it's yeah it's just like it's everything it was supposed know, to from... look like something yeah yeah of course it was but it's like, you oh. know, with like the golden tree everywhere and just how every, all the world's connected. And it generally does feel like a lived-in place. And then Stray is just a very beautiful game. I feel the only way to justify this is for us to kill our own babies and we all pick one winner each and there's three winners. So I feel like that's yeah. just the best right. way we go with it. So I'm giving mine to Elden Ring because I feel I'll like it's the best FromSoft's ever done. Yeah, I'll give mine to Sifu. Okay, and, <laughs> and Kyle's giving his to Live Alive. 
Yeah. So there we go. Three winners for Hottest Art Style. I'm pretty Reed, sure this Seafood. was the one that got three winners last year, too. Well, congratulations, Art Styles. You're just, you're just so fab that you just get three winners. Um, God, I love this category. Hell yeah. <laughs> hell yeah. What's next? What is next? Oh, good. We're oh, going back to next. bullying. Yeah, what's next, Kyle? <laughs> it's time for the Worst Company Award. Because after Where talking about creativity, we have to now talk about the ones who destroy creativity. And that's the Worst Company Award. Uh, right, this is going to be fun. Here we go. Right, so my nominations for this are... <laughs> i just see Kyle's. Um, <laughs> right. Here are my nominations, right? First off is Microsoft. I'll explain mine as I go. Microsoft. Microsoft, you wouldn't be on this, but I'm so sick of hearing about the Microsoft Activision deal and you guys going and shrugging it off and going, you know, Call of Duty's not that big of a deal, guys. Let's just shrug it off. Makes me just like, I'm like... Like, you, you could have been better about this. You were, you were way cooler with this about the Bethesda thing, guys. Like, come the fuck on. Like, yeah. just, just calm down. You're just being... You're trying to act a bit too like you're a little kid. And I'm like, bro, you're Microsoft. Don't act like you're a tiny little fucking insignificant worm. That's why. <laughs> I don't have a problem with the, the acquisition going forward. I just don't like the way Microsoft has been handling it at all. Uh, Activision. Just because fuck you, Bobby Kotick. You're still in charge. You're still yeah. on the fucking <laughs> list. <laughs> Yeah, they're so permanently nominated. <laughs> Sony's also on here because I'm sick of them about this Activision Blizzard fucking deal as well. Because they're you know, sh- they're crying yeah, through their shit out the problem all the time. PlayStation's been doing stuff to annoy me all year. In fact, I uh, I honestly forgot that they weren't on my like list of nominations. Like they should be, and I would probably swap them out for like Nintendo or EA. But because they're hitting me all year with just their nonsense about the the Activision yeah. acquisition thing and just their other decisions. It's just, it's been so annoying all year that they can fuck off. I've had enough. I've had enough of all three of them. Yeah. They're, they're just pissing me off. Yeah. They can all genuinely fuck off. Uh, Pokemon Company got a nomination for me this year. Not Game Freak themselves, Pokemon Company, because they had something great with Scarlet and Violet here. And man, what an extra year would have done for that video game. So Pokemon Company's getting on the fucking shit list because people act like they can't delay it. The anime doesn't even fucking start till June anyway. So it's like, you could have just <laughs> left it. You could have delayed I feel it. Like, I feel like the synergy <laughs> that people talk about. The it's Pokemon bullshit. It doesn't product. exist. Yeah. It doesn't matter. It never because, has. Like, Do you remember when Sun and Moon were out and they still are... had a fucking series called X, Y, and Z? And Z wasn't even a fucking game. Yeah, that. <laughs> on store shelves, most of what I see people buy are still like Pikachu, Gengar, Snorlax, etc. Yeah, no one cares. So, like, who cares? There is no synergy. It's fucking stupid. It doesn't matter. And even if synergy... If the anime came out before the game, what would that do except be like, oh, that looks cool. I can't wait to get it in the game. Like, people don't play the games and watch the anime at the same time. Like, ever. Regardless. So it doesn't matter. If the synergy was actually real, it would have come out in June at the same time as the anime, and then they would have used the anime and introduced the starters in there early to promote the fucking game. Like, it's stupid. Oh. (laughs) Honestly, hang on. <laughs> Sorry, the illness came through and I had like a flabby throat, so I was like, I was about to lose it. Riled up. Yeah, too riled up. Anyway, 
So that's why the Pokemon Company gets a nomination, is because I feel for Game Freak, because, man, what another six to 12 months would have given Scarlet and Violet. And anyway, final one's Contrick Dream, because David Cage should still go fuck off as well. So uh, he's agree. always getting... You know, <laughs> you know, Quantic Dream and Activision will forever be on this list until both of their fucking heads will fuck off. So, you know, but, uh, have fun <laughs> on the list. Anyway, Hunter. Uh, Square Enix got nominated for a couple of reasons. First of all... Um... They started the year off by talking about NFTs and other such yep. nonsense. So, they yeah, sure that's, did. That's did they start the year with Kingdom Hearts Four as well? Was that at the start? That's a crime. Well, they that also couple, started. That was a couple of months in. I was gonna say they also <clears throat> started with Kingdom Hearts Cloud version on the Switch. That was also a crime. Yeah, which, wow. which is crimes, good. Bro. And crimes. like Square Enix's Square just has this practice of shotgunning a bunch of nonsense into the ether and hoping yeah. that people buy it. And, you know, because they make a couple of games that everyone really likes, they can keep getting away with it. I'm sick of it. They just keep putting out things. I think my favorite thing about that was how, do you remember, like, at the start of the year, we were, it was April, by the way, they announced Kingdom Hearts 4. Um, Yeah. Well, we were like, oh, it must be an end of year thing. That's why they're shitting out, like, five games in March. And then they just ended up shitting out games every month that were awful quality just for the whole year. Yep. Random every like three weeks and such yeah. like sometimes with no fanfare like that dragon quest treasures game i didn't even know existed until you picked it in the fantasy thing or what Same. was it what the fuck was it well daily various whatever day life, life various day life, yeah, various what the fuck day is that? life. harvestella like, which is basically the same thing we used to joke uh, about dio like, field chronicle dio yeah. field chronicle which is triangle strategy again in the same but year. ugly looking uh chrono cross remaster which Chocobo GP, which had microtransactions. <laughs> Honestly, man, like genuinely. Was that this year or last yeah, year? Yeah, it was, it this, was year. this year. That, that was that, this that, year. That came out yes, this year. It was. Wow, we got another nomination. <laughs> Fuck. That was that, that would have been, oh, been a great nomination. Actually, we should have done that. Fuck. Yeah. Damn. So too late. Anyway, <laughs> on to Activision. You know, Activision yep. is gross and annoying, and Bobby Kotick is still there. And on top of that, also, you know, Blizzard part of Activision, they released Diablo Immortal this year. Yep. So extra <laughs> gross. Oh yeah, too. I do want to. I do want to add in the the Overwatch battle pass to the crimes that Activision committed this year as well. The worst battle pass in gaming history. Because not only is it full of shit you don't want, they locked the new heroes behind paying for the battle pass. And, here's the best part, unlike every other Battle Pass on the planet, you don't get the coins back in the Battle Pass, so you have to buy it every time. $10 every time, baby, and the seasons are only two oh. months. So $10 Yikes. every two months, Jeez. baby. I, oh, oh, awful. Fuck you, Activision. <laughs> Fuck off. Yeah. Also, right. I just looked it up. Chocobo GP came out in January of this year. Oh, oh my god. Just illegible but, uh... to be forgotten. <laughs> um... <laughs> I have EA here. I don't even remember anything particularly heinous that they did. I, feel I like guess it's I was been a just good year kinda... for EA, to be honest. Is it no? Negative? Yeah, yeah. Like I, I said, I probably quiet. I feel yeah. Like like I said, I probably should have put Sony here instead, and I thought I did, to be honest. I mean, you can so... if you want. If you want to, you can. It's up to you. Yeah, yeah. Just like okay. Good job, EA. You were apparently so inoffensive this year that you managed to get knocked out of the <laughs> fucking running. Well done. All right. Well. Uh, Nintendo got on here because I feel like like for the past several months there have been several instances of them just being jerks to people trying to do things <laughs> as far as events and stuff go. Oh yeah, and I'm like, uh, that's not cool. And 
Um, oh yeah, I also I wanted. I was I was tempted. It was that or the Pokemon Company. I thought the way that Scotland Violet has been handled was a lot worse. So I was like, fuck it. I'm gonna yeah. put those. But the thing with Nintendo is, especially this year, is you know they've they've had some great games this year. They genuinely have had some great yeah. games. You know, Monolith has done a great job. But so has Game Freak. Game Freak have released Scarlet Violet are a buggy fucking mess, but they are fun games at heart. And Legends yeah. Arceus, I think, is a great step in the right direction for Pokemon. And I hope they continue that spin-off franchise. I really do. Um, they're great. There's been some great shit, but Nintendo themselves, as in Nintendo first party has realistically this year other than kirby and that's hell that isn't even fucking that's hell like they <laughs> they've shut out nothing but fucking stinky to this year like it's nintendo switch sports mario strikers and it's like yeah it's been a filler year for it, nintendo it hasn't been great themselves. for them as far as their um, yeah. main studio i'm gonna there. check <sighs> but yeah uh, sorry i just didn't want to i didn't want the metallic clicking um and the thing but it's like yeah even mario rabbits was ubisoft so it's yeah, like yeah. there was like nintendo hasn't really released anything that i would consider no everything yeah nintendo switch sports and mario strikers battle league so from nintendo's creative themselves and bayonetta 3 wasn't theirs it's all of their kind of not they're all first part for the most part platinum's third party but you know everybody else is basically they make nintendo games but it's not nintendo's internal development teams nintendo's internal development teams have shut out garbage well, one piece of garbage, Nintendo Switch Sports. I think that Mario Strikers was even uh, Luigi's Mansion been, devs. What are they yeah, called? Been, is, that, is that still Cam- that's not Camelot anymore? Is it? No, Camelot's it's... gone. I'm pretty sure. Luigi's yeah, Mansion yeah. Three. Um, no, I can't God. remember what they. I can't remember what the developer's name is. Ah, oh, Next Level. Next Level Games. Next Level. Okay. But you know, like. <sighs> just been nintendo can fuck off bro <laughs> like this year they've had a terrible <laughs> year and they've acted like shitheads and yeah i don't know oh and mario kart 8 deluxe booster course pack go fuck off with that as well while we're at it oh yeah it's been getting better joke. over time but that first pack was horrendous like it was genuinely they basically sold you a kick on the arse and that, that's what you got <laughs> it was not fun <laughs> like genuinely uh so yeah, not a great year for Nintendo as a company as a whole. And then Ubisoft is on here for similar reasons to Activision or even, in its case, Quantic Dream, where Yves Gamow and the Gamow family are creeps or are complicit to, to or willing to turn a blind eye to creeps at the very least, and I'm not cool with that. So permanent nomination for them until that changes. Hooray. Oh. All right. Now over on my end, I've got four that all of y'all talked on already. Activision, Squeenix, Pokemon Company, and EA. And I rounded out mine with a dishonorable mention to Helena Taylor. Because <laughs> she deserves it. That's very true. Friendly, so, like, a week and a half before Bayonetta 3 came out, Helena Taylor goes on Twitter, posts, like, a two-minute video of her just flat-out lying about the contract she was given for mm-hmm. Bayonetta 3 and then told people to donate instead of and boycott Bayonetta 3's release and the places she was telling people to donate to were questionable at best no no not even that they were downright fucking awful let's not even yeah. sugarcoat yeah. that yeah downright fucking awful yeah um it's just like, and then Bayonetta three came out, and it was just all right. It wasn't even. It, it was Bayonetta again. Like, 
on top of her choice of charities being awful, she also tossed a really annoying grenade into the pay your voice actors conversation. Oh yeah. Yeah. Because now it's like, oh, she lied. So blah. So now because the internet refuses to believe that two things can be true at once, you uh, that just makes life probably a little bit harder for people who want to negotiate better wages as far as their vocal performances and other such performance captures go when it comes to video games. Yeah. So yeah, not a company, but still shit. Oh man, I wish I would have thought of that. I would have nominated the one dude that did software who was giving Mick Gordon grief for like retroactively <laughs> because he was doing that for like the past two years. Uh, he had to yeah, retreat from game. I also do want to say I forgot about Splatoon three. I did forget about Splatoon three. I'm oh, sorry, yeah. Nintendo fans. There was a Splatoon three that came out this year. Uh, but still, when you look at internal Nintendo and see that all they've released this year is Nintendo Switch Sports and Splatoon 3, is like, they've already got yeah. two games that are better scheduled for next year, and that's we, it's not even that year yet. Nintendo announces most of its stuff on the year. They've got Tears of the Kingdom and Pikmin yeah. 4 next year. <laughs> so it's like... Last year, they released Bowser's Fury, Game Builder Garage, WarioWare, Metroid Dread, and Big Brain Academy. At least, look, that's at least a list. There's at least yeah, some yeah. There. Metroid Dread was like excellent as well. And yeah, the year before it was only Animal Crossing New Horizons, that jump rope challenge thing, and Super Mario 3D All Stars. But at least that yeah, was fucking Nintendo. COVID. Like you know, like, yeah, that was COVID, <laughs> and also Animal Crossing was like a cultural sensation in a way that because of carried... COVID. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's besides the point. But... Anyway, you know what it's like. Anyway, who are we giving this to? I feel like there's so many people we could give this to. Oh uh, my god! Yeah. Let's just give it to everybody. What a great yeah. way! Like, oh, what a great decider! I don't know. I think we all had a good. I was going to say we could here. give it to we could give it to Helena Taylor because everyone else is probably going to be nominated again. Yeah, <laughs> sure. <laughs> fuck it. Let's give it Helena Taylor. Congratulations. <laughs> Yes, it's gone to our shittest company to shittest person, but there you go. Helena Taylor. Thanks Enjoy for the fading th into obscurity, Helena. And thank you. Thank you for the three weeks of podcast episodes that we had to fucking talk about that. <laughs> thank you for that. Appreciate it. I didn't even play Bayonetta 3. This is what I get. But yeah, genuinely, that whole debacle, that whole fucking debacle, man. What a, what a, what a, what an ordeal, dude. Because it was it... like every day, every other day, there was new shit coming out about that. Yeah. And it hurt I didn't voice know, actors. We didn't even know it, what it was hurt, real uh, anymore. Yeah. It hurt actual, hardworking, nice voice actors. It hurt Platinum and Bayonetta 3's fucking release because of all of the drama. And mm. it just hurt the games industry in general, to be honest. Like, it genuinely was yeah, not it just a good wasn't a time. good look. Genuinely not. And then the way she came, the way she dealt with it as well was even worse. I feel like if you just took the L, it would have been a lot better, but you had to go all in. Jeez. Anyway. Actually, I guess Helena and, like, what's, who's the guy in charge of Platinum? Hideki, Hideki Kamiya. Kamiya. Hideki Kamiya. It's a shared spot. They both handled that situation really shittily. Oh, yeah. Hideki Kamiya handled it bad but atrociously Hideki Kamiya handles everything terribly have you seen yeah, that? Yeah. It's like he's a grumpy old man who slams the door in everybody's face yeah. regardless of what you're trying to do uh, in his defense he was provoked this time yeah and yeah did they not handle it in the best way 
yes, probably, but was Helena a lot worse, a lot more unprofessional, and hurt a lot more people when it comes to yeah. not only just voice actors and Platinum, but also fans and also communities that were hurt by the people that she chose to support with her quote-unquote donations or her beliefs? Mm-hmm. No, that's fucking stupid. Yeah. It's not. It's not great at uh. all. So there you go. Congratulations. Anyway, they're supposed to be fun these shit categories they're supposed to be a bit of fun and here we are yeah. talking here about the are, universe and everything angry. like that let's go let's, 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 let's be get positive. positive let's get let's positive. go over to the let's go over to the hunter category of hottest indies <laughs> oh good yes hunter. this is the award this is the award where hunter gives an award to an indie game because god knows you know me and Carl haven't fucking played any of this year because we and... always say we have time and we don't anyway what are the nominations oh i did play one uh, that was Stray. And then I, I also played for... Stray because it was free. Yeah. And then <laughs> I also gave nominations to Neon White because I had played 20 minutes of it. And so it does does deserve it. If I, I would love it if I played it fully. Um, Sifu because I realized that it's great. And Cult of the Lamb just because it's cute. I really like the, the whole art style and everything about Cult of the Lamb. I will get to it eventually. Hunter? My nominations are Sifu. It was a really... Sifu's action is just really cool i've talked about it like six times already in this recording so you know i how i feel about that roller drone is manages to nail the action it's going for really well skating game and a shooter you look really cool while you do everything probably the most fun i've had like at a pure gameplay level with a video game this year uh neon white also great as far as the gameplay is concerned you know very you know, the speed running platforming shooter very cool notion uh river city girls 2 really liked the first game this one improves on it pretty solidly it was just a really fun time cult of the lamb it's it's just so absurd i love it for it it's funny i love it and kyle then i've got neon white because i know if i ever finally get around to playing this i'm gonna love this game along with River City Girls 2. Mm-hmm. Um, Stray is the only game on this list I actually played, and that's basically just why it's here. Congratulations, Stray. Yeah. Sifu is a game, and yeah. Cult of the Lamb is a game. Right, so I feel Kyle. that via expert opinion, me and Kyle should concede this one and let you correct her because you are the All only right. person that's actually played multiple <laughs> in enough and enough hours of multiple. I'm, pr- I'm pretty sure I've played every nominated game okay, to then, completion. Good for uh, you, man. Yeah, I I will give it to Rollerdrome. Like I said, this one and oh, Rollerdrome didn't get its moment this year either. As far as like all these other games got a bit of a chance to shine, <laughs> and I feel like Rollerdrome came and went, and and I was the only one who remembered it. Aww. <laughs> We remember, but, yeah. As just at a pure gameplay level, it's it it's entered one of those th- games like Tetris, where I'll just put on music and play it all day and let the time disappear. It's great. Nice. Well, there you go then. Uh, with the hunter category out of the way, it's time for oh, it's an interesting one. It's time for hottest narrative. Wow, this is wow, the award we... for the best story in a video game this year. So sit down, boys and girls, because we're going to decide what the best story is. Go on, Kyle. Release the num- the numbers. Release the words, I guess. <laughs> All right. Here we go. 
Right. Here are my nominations. Uh, God of War Ragnarok. Xenoblade Chronicles 3. Uh, Horizon Forbidden West. And I do want to put an asterisk on that and uh, remove the first four hours of the video game. I want to put a full <laughs> asterisk on that. Uh, Outer yeah. <laughs> Ring and AI, The Somnium Files, Nirvana Initiative. My nominations are God of War Ragnarok, AI, The Somnium Files, Nirvana Initiative, Plague Tale Requiem, Xenoblade 3, and Horizon Forbidden West. And then Kyle's gone really fucking all in on this one, hasn't he? Like, holy... <laughs> so, I... I... Okay, so I've only put down one thing. It's Xenoblade Chronicles 3. I was looking back on the list of games I played this year, and of the story games, like the story-centric games that came out, there was only, I only had three that I could notice on my list. It was Xenoblade 3, Live Alive, and Triangle yeah. Strategy. Yeah. I fucking hate Triangle Strategy's story. Okay. It's, it's incredibly stupid, and I didn't even want to put it on here as a pity nomination. Very. And Live Alive focuses on eight different stories so i didn't feel yeah. right putting were it they on good there. stories <laughs> some of them were some of okay. them were less i mean if you some of them you played as a caveman who went oonga boonga the whole time fair cool. enough. and then plowed his girlfriend in a cave oh good right well we can guarantee then that play live a life it's a great game <laughs> I'd love to get to it. So, we've got Ragnarok, Xenoblade. Well, Xenoblade was nominated by all three of us. But yeah. as story connoisseurs, Hunter, I feel like we can't just give this an instant win and we do need to dig yeah, deep. Yeah. Correct. Y'all can, like, can discuss in, in this. Fairness to, in fairness to Kyle's statement about being light on story-centric games, a lot of the games I played this year were also mostly gameplay-centric. Like, these five are probably, as far as new games, the only five that have, like real narrative heavy qualities about Same, them. the five that i played were they probably were the five that i did play that were mm. good it's not like i'm sitting there going oh there were so many others because realistically there wasn't or if they did have stories they were fine i also feel that most of the time there's only ever really one or two or three really strong narratives in a year because most of the time it's all right it's like yeah did i like ratchet and clank yes i did but why, like, looking back at it, I'm like, wow, it must have been a bit of a slow year if I gave that a nomination for Best Narrative, because it's great. <laughs> not but... <laughs> Metroid Dread for Narrative last year, Did too, I? And that was really yeah, epic. Cool. It amused me to no end. It was, was, like, it was a dumb year for games, apparently, last year. Like, not many yeah. narratives. Um, but here's the thing, right? So in terms of actual nomination, AI The Somnium Files. It's brilliant. I love AI yeah, The Somnium God. Files. It is. Yeah. It is. It is fab. Do I know if I like one or two more? I don't know if I like one or two more. I know, um, right? It's a conundrum, isn't it? I think, <laughs> they both do. I think they both do like, certain things better. I feel like after six. Yeah, I feel like after six. I feel like the mystery's better in two. Uh, just because I don't like where the mystery ends up in one. I was never a huge fan of the mystery in one where it ends up, but I like where it ends up in two. But at the same time, I really love Date in one. I think Date is fab. Yeah. And I also don't really like... I like Mizuki, but whoever the other fucker is, I can't even remember his name Ryuki. that well. Yeah, Ryuki, that was it. I'm not a huge fan of Ryuki. I think he's alright. I think he's... Eh. He's like, he's It's fine. funny because he's... I feel like he did his... His job as, like... 
he expands the world in a way that I like because it's, it's like, oh, yeah. And also, yeah, his side could... job is to kind of fucking throw you through a ringer, basically, a lot of the time. Yeah. Where it's just like yeah. his his story's there to confuse you. So his story was carried later, by yeah. the interactions with the other people. Yeah, definitely more so than things coming from him, I believe. But yeah. Uh, but you know, it's it's a it's a fun time. I feel like it's definitely worth checking out if you haven't checked it out. Both of them are great. You should do that. Uh, yeah. Forbidden West was good. I liked a lot of it. There was a lot of stuff that I did like. First four hours of fucking Garbo. Uh, yeah. They're really really after bad. That, you get yeah. After that, it gets to being a really good like you know video game blockbuster kind of story. Like definitely. I feel like all of the. All of the big moments it goes for, it nailed as far as like the ones that you're like, oh yes, this is cool. The only things, stuff. yeah, the only things that I don't like in that story are again the first four hours, and I really don't like the way that they spend the final four hours setting up the next game. I feel like yeah, it's got the middle trilogy syndrome in which you don't really like. Now. You don't really ever see that in games. That's the thing, right? You'll have little hints. Yeah, like, it's you know, weird. Assassin's Creed 2 is the middle of that little trilogy, technically, you know, in terms of, like, the mainline stories. And they it's have also the bit still with... the most memorable game they there, have the bits, they, they have the bits it's with Juno at the end, and the bits with Desmond escaping that kind of lead on to the future and give you a tease of what's next to come. But they don't spend the final fucking three hours going, oh, and the threat in the next game will be this, and you will be going to here, and you will be doing this. They don't do that. Whereas and you Horizon will have already like... played, like, three spin-off games. And I mean, the only good thing is, is you know this isn't a sly situation. You know we will get Horizon 3, because yeah, you know yeah. that we're going to get three Horizon spin-offs in a movie before we see Horizon 3, but we will fucking get Horizon 3, so at least we have that. Uh, God of War Ragnarok is brilliant. I do think it's absolutely yeah, brilliant. It is. I feel like it rushes the end in a tiny bit, but other than that, I enjoyed my time thoroughly with it. I think it's fantastic. Um Fucking hell. I, I really am gonna need convincing not to give it to xenoblade just because of the fact that it's not even the end i think the ending is great i think the ending is fab but fucking chapter chapter (laughs) five chapter five is a bastard where i'm like oh end of chapter five and start of chapter six without spoiling anything because i don't want to spoil anything for anybody is such a roller coaster and just like absolutely like it's just like it's just great. It's just great storytelling, to be honest. It's just I absolutely love it. It's 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 anime as hell at times, but I love it. Oh it's, yeah, it's brilliant. for sure. It's brilliant, and it's one of those few anime like little plot points where I'm like, you know what? That isn't just kind of. I'll allow it. Yeah, I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, that isn't just kind of it, it, like. Does it? Yeah, it has anime like isms to it, but I'm not like sitting there going, "Oh, that only happens in anime." I'm like, no, I can see <laughs> someone else pulling that similar mm-hmm. twist in a more regular game, <clears throat> if that makes sense. Yeah, um, I don't know. It's 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 really it's really hard for me. This this kind yeah, of this one comes down to, like like last year. It comes down mostly to like matter of preference because like the two big ones there were Life is Strange, and then I also really enjoyed uh imposter factory that's just like there's just uh i i don't know what to do here i don't (laughs) know what to do it's like i don't know hunter obviously you've you i put elder rings i just think elder rings world building is fantastic and you've talked before about how much you like playtale story 
Uh, oh yeah, it's real good. Like as far as those, as far as those narrative-driven like adventure action adventure games that Sony really likes to do, I feel like Plague Tale stands up with those. It's like one of the best. In far, as far in so far as that goes, so like I, I wasn't expecting to like that game nearly as much as I did, and now I'm coming out here like ah, oh, play it. It's real good. Mm. Uh, but you know, between the ones that are nominated, like my personal favorite is Somnium Files, but I'd be willing to concede it to any of the other ones that you know received the double nominee. Yeah, I'm like. I'm feeling I feel like Kyle wins. I hate to say this. I feel like <laughs> Kyle wins. Kyle wins with the singular Xenoblade oh, nomination. Yeah. I feel <laughs> like, yeah. It's it's chapter five, man. It's chapter five. I had a fucking mental breakdown. It has to like genuinely yeah. I haven't I haven't had a I haven't had a reaction to something like that since your name. And I feel like oh, <laughs> I feel like when something <laughs> gives you a reaction like that, it's like okay, you win. It's it's all the it's the subtleties. That's the thing. Is God of War has these powerful, brilliant scenes, and you know, AI Somnium Files is a really well written mystery. That's all that. But it's just it's just, like I say, it's just the small moments. Xenoblade is one of the only games where you have two fucking side characters talking to each other and I actually give a shit. It's like one mm. of those very few ones where there's a large party of characters and I actually give a shit about all of them by the end of it. It's like, it's very rare for that to happen. Mm -hmm. Even in games I love, like Persona 5, I could throw Haru out quite quickly. In fact, pass me the fucking, like, pass me the option to do that. I'll do it. because it's <laughs> Give like, me the catapult to yeah. load Mishima into. Yeah, Mishima <laughs> can go as well. You know what I mean? It's like, there's, whereas it's like, yeah. Xenoblade, there was not a single person in Xenoblade 3 that I met really that I wanted to throw in the bin. And even if I did initially, they turned me round on them in the end. It's it was very well done. I mean, I know we're supposed to I know we're not supposed to like the bad guys, but even fulfilling their role, I would bin most of them. <laughs> yeah, true. But I'm like To be fair, yeah, the, they serve, the alphabet they, soup. The alphabet soup serves their purpose. Yorin can yeah. suck it. Yeah. <laughs> true. <laughs> But, yeah. I'm just saying. Yeah, true. <laughs> like, thinking back about that part, I'm still like, God, that plot, that whole thread was stupid. But you know, the, the... it was. It, yeah. yeah. But no. But yeah, this, like I say, there's there's so many fucking there's there's so many good. There were so many good narratives this year. Yeah. It, it was really I'm, hard to pick. I'm sorry that I couldn't contribute more to this category. But you fired, it, get I a mean, UFO, just, you piece of I'm, shit. No, I'm just looking at what y'all nominated for this, and it's like Horizon Forbidden West is a sequel to a game I played four hours of and didn't like. God of War Ragnarok is a sequel to a game I played the intro for and didn't care to continue that. Somnium Files is a visual novel, so I'd get bored, and also a sequel that I watched Sam play. So you waited for but the you Sam really enjoyed watching Sam, Sam play that yeah. first one. Yeah, I enjoyed watching the story unfold in that, but I just... I couldn't play it myself is the thing. Yeah. I've tried to play visual novels, Hunter. I fall off immediately. <laughs> then you got Plague Tale, which is a sequel to a game I didn't play. Yeah. Elden <laughs> Ring, fun. which is Elden Ring. Not played it yet. Yeah. <laughs> if you look at Elden Ring and hear my opinions on this podcast and tell me if you think I'd enjoy it based <laughs> on how it's described. You like Bloodborne. 
Well, yes, but Bloodborne wasn't open world. Don't worry, Hunter will hold your hand through it. <laughs> yeah. You'll suffer together. Learn. I just gotta learn the route first. <laughs> <laughs> but no. Fair enough. Anyway, that was a hard one. So why don't we... God, that was a long one. Let us move on to something that hopefully will not take some fun 50, like 15 minutes. Okay, what, what's next? We're on to the, the w- games we wished we had time for category. Ah, this is a great category where essentially... We talk about games we wish we had time for that we didn't have time to play for this year. I went in a funny way with it, to be honest. <laughs> it's very right. self-explanatory. Yeah. You guys all went for stuff that were actually good. I played most of the, the good stuff that I wanted to this year. So here's what I'm going to talk about. Here are my nominations, <laughs> and I'll explain why. Sifu, because it's an actual good game that I missed, and I wish that I had played it. Neon White, because it's an actual good game, and I wish that I had played it. Uh, next up, Gotham Knights. I wish I was on the fucking train to shit on it, to be honest. Like, genuinely, <laughs> I feel like people had too much fun shitting on it, and I wanted to be there. Not enough to Freeze give them money, but I wish I was... It's not like I wish I had time to play it. I wish I had time and money to get on the shit train and play it just to bully. Ethan anyway, wishes he was in a position to be given a code and have the yeah, job to play same it, for to Saints talk Row. about it. <laughs> See, I wish I had time for a good Saints Row, but they didn't release a good Saints Row, so I didn't have time for it. You know what I mean? Like, it's a shame, really. I would have loved to have shit on that as well. Uh, <laughs> review copies, anyone, please? Hello. Definitely don't want to use it, just shit on it. But well, that's those two. And Fire Emblem Warriors, because I bought it and didn't have time for it. I wish I had better money management skills and didn't buy it. But, you know, I also <laughs> wish I played it. There you go. Those are my nominations. Hunter? Oh. Uh, mine are Elden Ring, Triangle Strategy, Live Alive, Tunic, and Monkey Island. Elden Ring I played 10 hours of, and it started Horizon first, so I went back to that once I was done. The only fucker that did that, by the way. Everybody else forgot yeah. about Horizon and played Elden Ring. Hunter's that one man in the world that <laughs> yeah. went back to Horizon. <laughs> yeah, so I did that, and afterwards I just played a bunch of backlog games instead of going back to Elden Ring. Triangle Strategy I started about an hour of in like this in-between space between releases, and I, I don't know, didn't play more afterwards. Uh, uh, Live Alive looks cool, but I didn't. I didn't pick it up because that was right when things I wanted to play started dropping in like the middle of the summer. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tunic came out like right before that October rush for you know the console I own, so I haven't played that. And Monkey Island, uh, I don't know. It seems like it's a really well-written game, and I'd probably enjoy it in that sense. So that'll probably be one I pick up someday because it's readily available to me and i don't feel like i really need to understand the other ones to be able to vibe yeah, with this no, so I, was gonna, just, I was gonna ask I'll did you play I'll just, the other monkey islands no but they look like they'd be a fun time too so <laughs> i'll probably just go in cold on this one and then reverse engineer my way through the series from there if i want to that's the spirit kyle love you but yeah. all right so i've got ta- the tactics ogre reborn re- yeah. released um this is another game similar to Triangle Strategy, which I played, and that game burned me out on strategy games for the year. So, <laughs> this game looks really cool, though, and seeing how well it reviewed when I wasn't expecting it to do anything, um, I'll definitely try and get to it sometime next year. Neon White. for Tactics. I know it was. <laughs> tactics was made by the, the Ogres team. Yeah. It was great, and I love Final Fantasy Tactics. 
Ooh. Anyways, Neon White. We're not here to talk about that game, unfortunately. Neon White. Um, like I said earlier in this episode, this game looks so cool, and I know once I get around to playing it, I'm going to love it. So, Valkyrie Elysium is part of the Square Enix's Valkyrie series, which has largely been forgotten, and this was definitely part of Square Enix just shitting things out. Yeah. Because. But something about this game just looked interesting, and I just haven't gotten to it yet. And finally, River City Girls 2. Again, talked about it earlier. Game looks like a super fun beat-em-up. Well, there you go. I don't think this category needs a winner. Because they all nah. the games. No, nah, nah, it's like... Losers yeah. of Gotham Knights and Saints Row. I really don't want to play those fucking video games. <laughs> I want to specify that. Um, <laughs> but, you know, everybody else is a winner. <laughs> yeah, it was just a... Mm-hmm. All great games that we wish we had time for. Uh, right then. What's next? Next up, we're looking at the company exclusives, PlayStation, oh, Xbox, and Switch. I Starting love when off, we do this. Yeah, with the PlayStation. Okay, what reveal the, we got... the Kraken. Right, cool. Uh, okay. We all got four. Epic. Yeah. Right. I also didn't realize until Hunter mentioned last week that Sifu is no longer a PlayStation exclusive, so I'm just going to delete that real quick. Bye-bye. Um, <laughs> Alright, we I'm... all did not get four. Yeah, we all did not get four. <laughs> Ethan fucked up. Uh, my <laughs> right, right, right nominations were uh, Stray, Rise of the West, and God of War Ragnarok, because those were the three of the exclusives that I played. Hunter? Uh, God of War Ragnarok, Horizon, Gran Turismo, which I did not play, but I have watched my brother play and enjoy enough of it to feel like it was at least a quality game if not you know their in-game economy might be a little stunted and then stray okay and and kyle who we all know biggest exclusive player i've got god of war ragnarok and horizon forbidden west as basically just formalities stray because i played it and it was free and dnf duel which is actually stray. exclusive, and I didn't well, realize that was exclusive because I liked it enough. Is I liked the betas okay. enough that I would have given it the nod. <laughs> okay, so I want to say it's exclusive with an asterisk next to it on PC. It's on PC, and next year, April twentieth, it's coming on. It's being released onto Switch. Ah, uh, well, there you go. Well, it's so, exclusive so it was exclusive now, for the year. PC doesn't matter. Yeah, for yeah. now, that's fair enough. And I uh, made my entries before they announced that okay. it was coming to Switch. Fair so, enough. Uh, right. This <sighs> one goes to God of War. God of War. Congratulations, Sony Santa Monica. It speaks for itself. <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh, lucky Horizon like, couldn't even win this her, one. This Horizon time. was good, but I like God of War more. Can't even win our award. Uh, it just—it was the bad game. It's the bad game. I love yeah, Forbidden West like... to pieces as well, but I there's something about God of War where I just, I just enjoyed Ragnarok this far more this time around than I did the yeah, original. For sure. Uh, yeah, I don't have anything else to say really, but Horizon's fantastic. I will pick up the new DLC in April. Uh, we'll see how desperate I am for sadness, and I might pick up PSVR 2 with Horizon in February. We'll see how sad I am, boys. We'll see how sad. <laughs> As long as it's not Hogwarts Legacy, anything goes, boys, in February. (laughs) Yeah, that's the spirit. (laughs) There you go. Um, Speaking of sadness, 
Next up, we all get to talk about the Xbox. Right, can we pour one out for Xbox players this year, man? Jesus, they've had to live on What did backlog. you guys even have this year? <laughs> right, well, re- release the Kraken, let's find out. Let's release the, release the Kraken. Right. <laughs> <laughs> right. Well, my... <laughs> My nominations, I don't think they really work in an audio form, but no, it my nominations were <laughs> split into three boxes. Who Mega Lol and then High on Life. Cunter just put Xbox has no games with a cowboy hat, and then Kyle just put High on Life. So congratulations, Justin Royal, and you've won an award at our game I, show. I wanna say as I, I wanna say this ah. because I like I didn't I can't nominate something for this because i yeah. don't own an xbox but of Same. all the games xbox exclusive games that have come out this year the one i would like to play you know if i had the machine would be pentiment oh yes that did happen uh i was uh, here's the thing i would give it a nom but i'm not gonna i'm not gonna do the fucking pity nom where i'm gonna for something like this because it's like i haven't played yeah, it. well yeah, yeah it doesn't matter it. really i'm just i'm just saying because I can't nominate anything. That's the yeah. one that I find the most interesting. But no, ten out of ten I, on Steam. I do. I feel bad for Xbox this year. Well, I don't because fuck you. You've had <laughs> this whole fucking Activision Blizzard thing in my head for the past twelve months. So thank you for that. Um, but you know, it has been a really slow year for Xbox. I've hardly used my Series X this year. I have used it. I used it to play a couple of games at the start of the year. I've played a couple of indies throughout the year. All my indies that I played this year, so funny enough, were not indies that came out this year, but I played plenty of them on Xbox that <clears throat> weren't out this year. Um, and then it's like, I have played, like, I Xbox is my ground to go to play games that I don't want to play on PlayStation for arbitrary reasons as well, either because it <clears throat> runs better or because I don't want the trophies. So, you know, I'll play Yakuza on Xbox and I'll play, <clears throat> like, I'm playing Witcher right now um, on Xbox because I don't want to play it on PlayStation. But... Yeah, there's been nothing for Xbox, which I'm hoping next year changes, because, you know, they should hopefully have Hellblade, they should hopefully have a Forza, the other Forza game that's still missing in action. Jesus, where the fuck's that one? Um, there's, They're claiming you know, Redfall. Redfall, Starfield. Which, yeah, should, but, they should be know. filled next year. By maybe default, Avowed finally shows up. That maybe. feels. I feel like Avowed should be coming out next year if it was on track. I feel like that game was like... Announced ages ago. But anyway, congratulations, Justin Roiland. You've won an award at the HGAs, apparently, with High on Life for releasing. It may have been by default, but an it award was is default, an award. But also, it was passable enough that you would have been a four or five if there were four or five exclusives. You know what I mean? It's not like... Yeah. It was It was good enough. It was good enough. Um. Anyway, that was anyway. fun. That was funny. On Let's... to... The Switch. Yes. Which is one thing. Look at these okay. games. What? Switch had Look games at these games. Year? Damn, bro. Looks right. like it had quite a few. Uh, my nominations were Pokemon Legends Arceus and Scarlet and Violet, because I couldn't think of fucking another game. Uh, Splatoon <laughs> 3 uh, and Xenoblade 3, because I those were the four games that I thought were competent enough. And I don't think Scarlet and Violet deserves an award, but they were fun. And that's all that matters. Fuck you, haters. Hell yeah. Fun Scarlet and Violet, you suck. They were fun enough. Best game since Gen 5, bro. Fuck off. They gave us Claude Sire. Claude Sire is, And they yeah, gave us good the, characters It's the again. first generation since Generation 2 to have a new whooper. Therefore, it's, it's the true. best one. Since Generation 2. <laughs> it's true. 
It's true. Hunter, what did you put? Expert Pokemon. Uh, my nominations <laughs> are Xenoblade 3, Triangle Strategy. Didn't play a lot of that, but if I had, I would have liked it. Yeah. Um, if I had played more. Uh, Splatoon 3 and Mario Strikers with a cowboy hat, because I'm being sarcastic. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then Kyle? Who's right, actually played some Switch games this year. Yeah, I actually played a lot of things on the on this machine this year. Uh, we got Xenoblade Three, Splatoon yep. Three, Legends Arceus, Live Alive, and Triangle Strategy again with an asterisk because it later came to Steam later <laughs> in the year. To be fair, I would have also nominated Neon White, but that got released on PlayStation, PlayStation. like a week ago. Yeah. yeah. So, otherwise, I brought yeah, I would have nominated that for sure. I mean, I know how this is going. Xenoblade 3 wins best Switch game of the year. Well done. Yeah. yeah that's as easy as it goes. Uh, but I do it's want to talk about... We'll, we'll take a minute to talk about other uh, games here. Uh, in particular, like I say, I just want to talk about how much of a shock Pokemon Legends Arceus was. Honestly. Like, I don't think anyone was expecting a good Pokemon game ever again. Like, I genuinely was shocked <laughs> by that game, to be honest. We were all ready. We we all were ready. We'd got our clown shoes on. We were we were getting in the clown car and ready to fucking cause a ruckus. And then we played the game and we were like, "Oh shit, it's fun!" Quickly reverse. We need to undo. It was yeah, so had... much fun. I genuinely haven't had fun with a Pokemon game in so long. It was so good. I had I had zero expectations going into this game, and by the end of it, I was just impressed at what Game Freak was actually able to do with it. The world that they made was so interesting and all the new pokemon some of them suck but uh, most of them are neat hello sneezler sneezler's not real <laughs> they can't hurt you. I, I refuse to believe it's real and also <laughs> i've i made a review of this game you, you sure did good job and we, and we also have a short of of the review which has ethan's face as the thumbnail we do because you and... can't change thumbnails on shorts Nope, and it also uh, <laughs> we also have a TikTok as well of that. That's not that's oh, wow. it's the only one on TikTok. We do have a TikTok, and that's the only video on there. And I just thought, uh, I was going to check out any TikTok views we had, but oh uh, gosh, no, shut up. I hope that oh, no, did, did that come through on the mic. Did that come through on the mic? Did I don't you hear think that? so. I don't think so. Okay, good. That's good. I'm just making sure because uh, <laughs> I was going to go and quickly look. What the the view account was on the, uh, the HGO TikTok one because I don't use TikTok. Uh, Two thousand views on TikTok. Wow! Thank you for that. Wow. I love no, that we put a TikTok bad. out there. It did one well. Thank well. you, robots. We it out. Thank you, robot. Thank you, eight-year-olds with zero attention. I'm gonna spent. start making one-minute reviews first before I do the full things next year. <laughs> well, that's yeah. We'll just do it. we will. We'll, we'll now that shorts are separated into a tab. We'll actually do more shorts next year because they do well. It's just I hated yeah. how they looked in the main video feed. So now that yeah, they're separated, yeah. I'm more than happy to start doing them again. Uh, but yeah, you know, Legends Arcus was fab. Scarlet and Violet. I had so much fun with it. I'm honestly shocked. They are buggy and they are fucking pathetic in terms of like a triple A biggest franchise on the planet release. But they were so fun, and the game at heart is really good. Um, Pokemon has a bright future if if fucking Pokemon Company allows it to have that bright. If they can future get their life the together, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> jeez. Which I think genuinely, I feel like. You know how Nintendo was like, we've, you know, the, the fact that Nintendo had to apologize for Scarlet and Violet to me mm. maybe thinks that this will be the turning point because They'll they had to actually, about it. they had to Hopefully. actually apologize for it this time, which in Nintendo's yeah. eyes, they'll be looking going, okay, this isn't happening again. Fingers crossed anyway. 
wait till Gen <laughs> 10 and I'm proven wrong yet again. Hooray. Uh, anyway. Right. We have got uh, a couple of meme ones, haven't we? And then uh, we got a couple of meme ones and like the generic kind of best looking forward to the game later. But we're nearly yeah. there. Where, should, where, where are we going first? Are we doing... Uh, like we are on to ba- backlog game. Backlog yeah. game. Backlog game. Yeah. Backlog so our backlog game. games. Are... Backlog game. Backlog game is just the game that we played this year that didn't come out this year, but we really liked. So this is just our shout out, really, to games that we f- played for the first time this year that we thought were pretty good. Um, I'm waiting for the reveal. Kyle, you revealing? Or Sorry. Not? Sorry, fired? doing no, something. Um, right, well, where do it, where are we? Backlog. Do it. There you go. Boom, I did it. Give it right. Here am I. So, my five this year that I played that I really liked were the original Mass Effect. It's very good. Uh, I played it in January of this year or something ridiculous. I played it really early and I liked it quite a bit. Uh, I haven't gone back and played two or three. That's my fault. Uh, <laughs> I wanted to, but I keep getting distracted. I will hopefully play two next year, but it's very good. Uh, AI the Somnia Files. I did play that for the first time this year, even though Nirvana Initiative came out as well. Uh, I did play it because it was on Game Pass. It's fantastic. You should play it. Uh, yeah. Toem was a plus game, but it was an indie game that came out last year. It was the photo game that was. It was. On, I think they only have gave the PS5 version of way on plus. But if you did get it, play it. It's great. It's a great little photo. It's a little black and white kind of uh, indie game where you basically have to take photos and go around an island. And it's just. It's a. It's a lot of fun. It's just very. They're very cute. Very kind of simple. Uh, it's, it doesn't take very long. It's like two hours long. I had a really good time with it. Loved it. Wolf Among Us, people say is the best Telltale game. I'm inclined to agree after playing it. It's fab. I absolutely adored it. Uh, it's really good. I can't wait for The Wolf Among Us 2 now because it's a very good game. Then the final one, Coffee Talk, was on Game Pass and I played that as well. I had a blast with that game. It's just sitting down talking to monsters about and having drinking coffee. and It's just, just fun. It's very chill. I played it in like the, in a day. I played the entire thing in like five hours. And yeah, just like a night. It, was like, it was like two nights before I went to bed for me. Yeah, but it was a fun time, and it's just very good. I'm looking forward to the second one out next year as well. Yeah. Uh, Hunter, what are your favorite backlog games? Ah, uh, my backlog games this year are the Great Ace Attorney, which I played like that was my game that I was playing like in January while I was mm-hmm. waiting for things to come out, and I was like wrapping yeah. it up as I was wrapping it up as Horizon came out. Like I was playing Sifu like as a in between cases in this and while i was playing sifu when i got home from work you know i was still at work constantly thinking about the great ace attorney (laughs) where that story (laughs) was gonna go (laughs) and like even after finishing it you know in february i still think about i've I've still thought about it i still think about the music twists all of that if i had played this game last year it would have been like in my top two um Haven was this really cool indie game about this couple escaping to a lost planet because they were uh, their society was oppressive. Shovel Knight, game that I always wanted to play, um, never got around to until earlier this year. Really good. Coffee Talk, I liked for the same reasons as Ethan. They create a cool world and neat characters, and you're just serving them drinks. Fun time. Uh, Tormented Souls. Really cool indie horror game, definitely inspired a lot by, you know, Resident Evil, Silent Hill. Um, Does a good job at being what it wants to be as far as a cool throwback. 
Kyle. All right, so I've got Paper Mario The Thousand Year Door. This game actually owns it holds up not just as a Mario RPG but as a game in general. There's a lot of really cool like darker subtext to to the themes of the game which when I first saw it as a kid definitely went right over my head. But now that I'm older and understand what storytelling is, it it I'm impressed at what they were able to do with this game. Yes, Hunter, you look like you want to say something. I was just thinking of a bunch of random notions about that game that I've seen, you know, across the years pop into my head, but none of them actually consolidated into a thought, so you can nah. move on. Well, I mean, like, the town you're in is controlled by the Pianta Mafia, which is, like, an incredible, just an incredible concept. Game's good. Game's great, though. Chapter 3 was about a crooked fight club. That was Chapter fun. 3 is fight club? Chapter 5 is pirates? Chapter 6 is an Agatha Christie train novel. It's great. It's a great video game. Anyways, after that, we've got the Resi 2 remake. Um, this is a game I always wanted to try, and I didn't think I'd end up liking it as much as I did, but this game, this game's awesome. Pick it up if you get the chance. It goes on sale, like, every other week. This game started the hotness of just remaking your horror games <laughs> for yeah. the new generation now. Everyone's yeah. copying it. Ugh. Next is Gravity Rush. Hell yeah. Cool cool little platformer game. Not too long. Doesn't overstay its welcome. I need to get I need to go get to finishing the second game at some point. I just played that again on Vita. Literally like nice. two weeks ago. Nice. It was fun. How was it? It fucking sucks on Vita. No, it's not. It's great on Vita. <laughs> but um man, it's it's some things work really great on Vita, some things work better on Vita. I feel, but then some things work absolutely horrendously on Vita. Like, some things mm-hmm. are just like, oh god. Like, any combat is just way more annoying with the little tiny thumbsticks and stuff like that, and dodging with the touchpad. <laughs> I felt like all the time I was just kicking her into a... Uh, I was just missing with the, like, gravity kick and just sending myself into oblivion yeah. when I played that game. <laughs> yeah, that's just the game yeah. in general, though. That's not just the beat. That's, that's, that's the game. Well, it's fun, and that game has the Kep- weird thing of like it being impossible. But then it's like really hard at the start because you have no abilities. But as soon as you like upgrade yourself, everything just becomes trivial. It's quite funny. Yeah, and Cat's a fun protagonist. I really like her. Yeah, it's good. Anyways, game. Um, Portal. I played Fuck Portal it. this year at the start of this year. Finally, was it, was it both of them, or have you just not played the first one? I hadn't played the first one. Ah, cool. There you go. I oh, also played I Portal for the first time this year. Yeah, had... epic. Well, Let's no, go, had... Ethan. Yeah. Well, I finished Portal for the first time this year. I had played it, but it's yeah, like I played same. like the first five levels and then stopped playing because I was like, no, I want to go back and play Portal Two instead. So I I sat through and actually played Portal One for the first time this year. Yeah. Yeah. It's good. Super fun game. That like we don't need to talk about Portal. Everyone knows how good Portal is. Yeah. Just yeah. like how everyone knows how good Bloodborne is. Yes. Another game I didn't think I'd like as much as I did. <laughs> oh, yeah. And all it took was giving up on the game and coming back to it three months later. Yeah, well, that's the spirit. It's just that easy. The From it's Soft just way. way. It's just that easy. Right then. Uh, everyone's a winner in that category. Everyone's a winner. Truth. Uh, next up But if y'all is... had to, like, if y'all had to give a, the award to the game in your backlog you played this year, what are you giving it to? 
Great Ace Attorney with a silver bullet. <laughs> it's either AI or Wolf Among Us. Uh, probably. Uh, I'd probably say AI. AI? Uh, yeah. Barely. Nice. Yeah, I'm giving mine to Thousand Year Door. Well, that game go. holds up remarkably well. There you go. And it's and it's not even it's not too long either. Like twenty hours. Which for That's an RPG. Too bad. Yeah. Yeah. There Anyways. You go. Right. No slept up. on game of twenty twenty two. These are for the games that should have gotten more love this year. Uh I don't even remember what I fucking put. Well, let's find out. Oh good. Right, here we go. Right. <laughs> cool. Oh boy. Right, my nominations for this are Sifu, because I feel like people didn't give that game enough love. Uh, Pokemon Scarlet and Violet, because I feel like Twitter had a field day where if they actually played the game, they probably would have had some fun. Uh, AI Dystopian <laughs> Files Nirvana Initiative, because I feel like that game just went under the radar, and it's quite fab. Uh, yeah. Oli Oli World, that game, that game looks great. It's got great reviews. I haven't even played it. Why haven't I played it? it looks fab. People should play it. I'm, I'm <laughs> going to play it at some point, especially yeah. since I like the studio now from playing Roller Drone. Yeah, so, and finally, Klonoa. I bought Klonoa, guys, and I bought it with the indication of that was going to be worth money. So if people could pick up more Klonoas so that it's worth more, that'd be great. Thank you very much. <laughs> I'd appreciate it. No, it's just Klonoa's a fun little 2D. It was like, you know... It's like, there's there's a lot of, like, remasters and stuff like that that have been happening recently, and Klonoa's just like, it's, it's like a Kirby game, if that, like, it's not, it's not hard, it's just fine, it's, it's good, and I feel like people kind of slept on it a bit, because, like, as mm-hmm. it comes, like, as a remaster, it's actually pretty decent, so there you go. It's also good to see it get remastered, because if you even try and pick up the original PS1 copy, enjoy selling your kidney for it. It goes for a pretty penny nowadays. Well, it's super cheap. Oh, no. (laughs) And it it was physical in Europe. That's also a funny thing. Yeah, nice. It wasn't in North America, but it was here. Oof. There's still copies available as well, so they've definitely reprinted more. That's weird. I feel like that's especially weird. Anyway. Hunter, what are yours? Start buying all of them. (laughs) No. Well, yeah, by no My way. nominations for this are Rollerdrome. Like I said mm-hmm. earlier, a lot of indie games. It was a really good year for indie games, and I feel like a lot of them got there a moment. Rollerdrome did not. It bums me out. Somnium Nirvana, you know, the really good story, and it just kind of falls into that, oh, people are going to ignore it because it's an anime game kind of thing. Yeah. You know, it's, it's, just, it, it's one of those ones where I expect it to be, you know, under the radar, but I still think it's really quality regardless. Um, following on from that, Sifu. Uh, you know, it's weird how often I heard people talk about how this game being good, but also, like, if you compare it, if you cross-reference that, that with the review scores, you, like, get a different story, and it's perplexing. <laughs> it is one of those ones where you read the things and people are like, it's, I've had so much fun with Sifu. The game's a blast. It's action. It's action-filled. You have a fun time, 7 out of 10, and you're like, okay, I feel like I've missed something here. Like, where's the, yeah. like, I've missed something here. Something doesn't add up. Yeah, it's weird. Um, Nobody Saves the World is a game that came out you know, I, I feel like this passed under the radar for a lot of people too. I played it and enjoyed it, and 
like it came it came out towards the start of the year you know originally exclusive to xbox for a period i feel like didn't really get talked about very much on the initial release and then even like the and then even like a jolt of adrenaline so to speak for coming to a different platform didn't really help it either and it was a good time it's a fun little if you got a buddy to play with it's great and then callisto protocol did get a lot of attention (laughs) but i feel like i feel like people are too harsh to this game it's got it's got it's got even further down. You're losing points on this thing now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's, it's a, a sixty-eight right now. now. Oh my god! Like, luckily, two of two of Ethan's games dropped a point each, so this race is still <laughs> sport, sports story could save you. It could, dude. It, it ha- never if it, comes it, out. As as we're recording, it's the twenty second, right? As we're recording, yeah. if that game does not come out tomorrow for us on the twenty third, that fucker ain't coming out. Like that is like <laughs> it's like on the line. You don't get reviews out either way. People are done. Yeah. I don't know what yeah. do we do in this scenario. Do we wait for the reviews to come out in January or does like what's this? Like, I don't like, know. Nah. Which spot do you want? I don't. I'm not too like upset by this. I mean, the only thing that gets effect like the only person who gets penalized is last place it's yeah, not true. like there's much of a difference between first and second yeah true. it just chooses we'll your see. spot in the rotation we'll just yeah which we'll just we'll just choose the winner based on when anyway. we record because it'll be the first podcast yeah. of the year anyway so if the yeah. reviews have come in then we'll have an answer if they haven't then it, well, we have an answer there there you go <clears throat> anyway uh and kyle sorry what are yours so I've got Live Alive. This game's fantastic. Eight. It follows, you know, you, you got you play eight different stories across eight different historical time periods. It's a really cool concept. Big fan. Like you're bound to like at least one of the character, one of the protagonists in one of these stories. The cowboy's really cool. Plays the cowboy. He's he's fun. I like the cowboy. Sundown. Yeah. I think is his name. Um, and these next two I have are kind of, are like games that were slept on by the developers. DNF Duel came out and then just went radio silent until like two days ago from when we were recording this. Yeah. When they finally decided to be like, hey, here's the here's our plan for this game. Finally got a buffs only balance patch, which is hilarious. Um, and we That's got to like uh, see <laughs> it, dude. This game was made by the same people that made Marvel vs. Capcom 3. So, if they're gonna make this game more cracked, I'm down. Nice. And the other thing they did is announce season pass with more characters. But I feel like at this point, the damage has already been done where the people who like this game are still playing this game, but everyone else has definitely just fallen off. Yeah. I'll check out the balance patch when it drops. Actually, it dropped today on the, when we're recording this, so mm-hmm. I'll check it out tomorrow. But, um, yeah, I don't think it'll really change my opinion on it, especially because it was having to com- already compete with Guilty Gear Strive, which is yeah. Marxist's baby at this point. Well, yeah, that explains why they don't really care to, like, they just put something out because, really. Yeah. And the other game I have is Persona 4 Arena. This game was, like, this re-release was so mismanaged. The game just... Just like the Persona 25th. Wow. Wow. Anyway, wow. Yeah, this game dropped in, like, March, and it didn't 
have rollback netcode on release, which is... It's, it's a buzzword. It's a big no-no for the fighting game nerds. But wow. for, like, online fighting games to be playable in the in the modern times you can't rely on shitty netcode anymore rollback just makes everything better it makes the games online more playable and to just have that release and be like by the way in a later update we're gonna add the rollback people have already fallen off the game at that point oh yeah there's like the people that like persona will play persona but everyone else like you just, with that and DNF Duel, I just feel like they lost a huge potential market when they really didn't need to. Oh, 100%. It was like, like I say, the whole Persona situation this year has been, you know, absolutely dire. <laughs> it's been not yeah. been good. So, am I and shocked? Yet Atlas Town is shit as company. Yeah. Well, that's because it's been like, it's, by comparison to everyone else, it was still relatively inoffensive, I would yeah, say. Like, they, they yeah, fair. Yeah. Everybody else was committing crimes, whereas Atlas was just being Atlas. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's like, no one's going to stop Atlas being Atlas. So, you know, it's just, well, it is what it is, right? It is what it is um right then well i guess we are going to have to uh well no we have to pick one here we have to pick the most slept on game we have to do this oh yeah oh right what's up sifu or somnium which one do you want to give it to i'm feeling (laughs) Uh, actually slept on i feel like it's somnium yeah somnium got less attention in general than sifu did Mm-hmm. And I also like it more, so this is an easy decision for me. <laughs> well, well, there you go, then. Congratulations, AI, the Somnium Files, Nevada Initiative. You uh, get the most slept-on game of 2022. Go play it. It's great. Amusing, since it's about sleep in some regards, too. <laughs> yeah, it's true. <laughs> uh, but yeah, there you go. Right. We are down to the last three awards. Ladies and gentlemen, and my god, we're going to cross the two-hour mark, so you know it's been a good one. All right, anyway, so, hotly anticipated game of the year. So, it's the simple one. It's the it's like the Game Awards Twitter and not like poll. Like, what's the most anticipated game for next year, guys? We're going to talk about ours, and then we'll talk. We'll choose why it's probably going to be Tears of the Kingdom. So, you know, let's <laughs> let's get this over with. All right, here we go. Okay. My uh my five are Marvel Spider Man two, uh Legend of Zelda, Tears of the Kingdom, Suicide Squad, Kill the Justice League, The Wolf Among Us Two, and uh put, putting some copium in there and also because I wanted to be different, Final Fantasy Seven <laughs> Remake Part Two, whatever it's called, Rebirth, I think. Was it Rebirth? Rebirth? Yeah. yeah. That's my other nomination. Uh Hunter? Mine are Legend of Zelda, Tears and or Tears of the Kingdom, yeah. Resident Evil 4 Remake, Dead Space Remake, Final Fantasy 16, Spider-Man 2. Kyle? And I've got Final Fantasy 16, Octopath 2, Resident Evil 4, Street Fighter 6, and Armored Core 6. Are you actually interested in Armored Core? 
Yes, it's a Damn. big robot game. This sounds awesome. <laughs> okay, fair enough. Fair fair enough. Enough. We found the we found the market. We found the market. There you go. I mean, there uh, is a market for them. I've met other mech nerds before. Giant robots know. are cool. Yeah, despite you know Transformers' best efforts to make them not cool throughout <laughs> my Forever. years of teenagehood. Yeah. <laughs> oh, 100%. hundred uh, percent. Right. So in terms of this. Uh, I've also only just noticed that all the Hunters things have been unhighlighted. I've only just noticed this what? in the document. Why? What do you mean? It's oh, all the titles? Yeah, all the titles have been unhighlighted. Anyway, doesn't matter. Uh, so I guess going <laughs> oh, through is due to multiple is Spider-Man 2, Final Fantasy 16, Resi 4, and Zelda. <clears throat> I don't know where to go with this. I don't know. I mean, if we're talking game pure we, excitement, well, Legend of Zelda is the one I'm most looking forward to. Is Legend of Zelda the one I'm most... Here's the thing, right? <laughs> is, like, I'm honest with you here. It's been so long, I don't know if I care anymore. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's been so long that it's like, I'm sure there'll be a trailer a week before, like, a month, two months before launch. And I'll watch it, and I'll tear I really it up, hope they and got, it'll be great. I hope they got the sauce trailer somewhere. And I'll be like, I'm in, you son of a bitch. I am in. I can't wait. But I'm not feel like... Honestly, right now, I still don't think that game exists. In a weird <laughs> way. I'm I mean, like, I just don't. I know it's coming out yeah. in May, but I just they don't They haven't really like shown real. a lot of the game. No, if you put all three of their trailers together, it makes one teaser. Um, yeah. <laughs> but... Even so, as far as I'm concerned, personally, anyway, I anticipate the next Zelda game upon finishing the current one. So, obviously, with one being announced, that goes, like, to the top of my list as far as any time it's reasonable to assume it'll come out. Which, you know, maybe it'll still get pushed if I'm really unlucky. In which case, if you want to narrow this down to definitely going to come out next year, Resident Evil 4, I think, is my most anticipated game. But <laughs> I like to dream. It's really hard. I feel See, I'm like... excited for Resident 4 for a different reason from Hunter, because I've been going through the series, or I went through 2 and 3 this year, and 4 looks really cool. And I've heard a lot of good things about 4, so I'm excited to go back to 4. Yeah. See what all it the was, buzz is about. With it was one of the best games ever made at the time, and they're probably gonna do it again. <laughs> it's gonna Hell be great. Yeah. Like I don't, yeah, it's like yeah, I'm excited for Tears of the Kingdom, but I'm also ready for disappointment with Tears of the Kingdom. You know, <laughs> that's my thing. Is I'm like I'm ready for anything with that game. Will Magic Strike twice with being Zelda? Know, people, uh, people were talking. People were talking a similar way about God of War earlier. This True, year, I was as... talking that way yeah. about God of War. Yeah. And I was like, well, <laughs> yeah. I care. And, I don't know. Yeah. We'll see. So, um, whereas it's like, here's like, like here's the thing with mine is like, Spider Man Two. I know I'm gonna be like a fucking kid on Christmas when that game comes out because I love Marvel Spider Man and I love Miles Morales and I just know that game's gonna be great because Insomniac only makes great games <laughs> and the Spider Man games are fantastic and yeah, you beat them in like a weekend and you're done with them but they're fantastic and I've replayed the Marvel Spider Man games like three times each. I love them. They're great. Final Fantasy VII Rebirth is my, like, I can't wait for that, because I want to see what fucking kooky shit Namora's planned. You just gotta like, know. Yeah, I've gotta know what happens. 
and remake was like my biggest surprise of 2020 i did not expect to love remake as much as i loved it i absolutely adore that game uh it's fantastic so yeah to me it's probably remake too but i also don't think that's coming out next year i think that's an early 2024 game um, yeah yeah so i'd give it to tears of the kingdom from my end but it depends if you guys are in, in, interested in resi 4 more i think it's a it's an interesting i mean uh, i i feel like resi 4 I, should come with an asterisk because it's a remake i also put the qualifier of if zelda gets pushed then that would be my most anticipated game following that like zelda well, is I'll put an asterisk so we might as well, fuck it give it zelda then i don't care yeah, give it zelda. yeah that's what there i'm saying go. give it to zelda <laughs> Right. Okay. Well done, for Tears of the Kingdom. <laughs> On your win by asterisks, apparently. But you know. <laughs> but remember, guys, if if that doesn't come out, then it's Resi Four. But that's a remake, so we'll put an asterisk on that as well. And then it's Final Fantasy Seven Rebirth, and then we'll asterisk that. Well, as that's well. a we'll remake. So. Yeah. What about FF Sixteen? Fuck that. <laughs> no, okay. Fair enough. I mean, yeah. Resident Evil Four might be a remake, but also in a similar way to two it's a different it looks like it's a yeah, different yeah. Game. beast yeah so it's good enough <laughs> it's good it'll, it's, it'll do it'll do it'll be uh, great when it comes out i'm sure it is right one last bit of fun before game of the year this is the not gonna make it award uh which is <laughs> my favorite award uh, which is the games that have got are currently are scheduled for 2023 that we believe will not make it to 2023. Uh, reveal the list, Roll Kyle. <laughs> cool. <laughs> right. Okay. Here am I. Right. And I want to specify this. My first one on the list is Spider-Man 2. I want to specify that this. I put this on the lists. Before they committed to 2022, like I last had it week. on the list before too, and then I went back and changed it because I'm like, okay, if they're doubling down, then I'll take their word for it. <laughs> yeah, I'm also very easily happy to chuck that off the list, it, like, because that's it. Uh, Final Fantasy VII Rebirth, I think it could very easily come out in December. I also think it could slip to January. I feel it's going to be a December or January game. I feel like it's a flip of yeah. the coin, to be honest. Uh, so that's that one. Pikmin 4. Every time Nintendo has done this with a franchise so far, whether it's Animal Crossing or Splatoon or whatever, where they've said a year on it, it's always been the following year. So I'm just going by tradition here and saying that Pikmin 4 will be 2024 and it'll probably be the last game on the Switch before the, <laughs> the, like before Mario is with Switch 2 or whatever. So that's my bet yeah. on that one. Uh, Assassin's Creed Mirage. They announced that game forgot about set pre-orders up and then they've still not given it a date so i'm like you know maybe that game's not fucking coming out ever so that one can go on here and then my final one is crash team rumble i just hope it doesn't come out to be honest that's not even a big (laughs) yeah i just don't want it to just don't (laughs) just don't so there you go anyway hunter what are yours uh, mine is Zelda with a smiley face because I'm stealing myself for the disappointment of it being pushed back yet another year. Yeah. <laughs> um, Final Fantasy VII. They claim winter, or they claimed next winter on their thing, yeah. which could mean December or January, and I feel like it's probably going to be January. Yeah. Um, Alan Wake Two was something that they claimed was coming out next year, back when they revealed it a year ago, and I don't believe they've said anything about that since. So. Probably not going to happen. Dragon Age Dreadwolf. Um, 
I just don't. I feel like that game should probably take another year to yeah. come out. Probably, you know, just it's the vibe I'm getting. I w- because I want it to be as good as it can be, <laughs> and I feel like it. The extra year would help it. Yeah. And then Hollow Knight Silk Song because that game is the real game that's never coming out. <laughs> it's the true myth. <laughs> uh, then Kyle, what picks have you got? I've got Starfield. Final Fantasy VII Remake Part 2 and Pikmin 4. Okay. So I, I feel like by default then we've all g- agreed that Rebirth is the game that's not going to make it next year. I feel like Yeah, no way. We've, we've, so no there way. you go. Not if 16's uh, coming out. Well, you see... I don't think they give a but, shit about yeah. 16, to be honest. Like, not in that way. I think you're yeah. like... I, I feel like they I feel know like Final Fantasy VII I feel like is a different beat. It's they different don't IP. collide as much as we think they would as far oh, as splitting no. the audience. Mm-hmm. Like, first of all, Final Fantasy fans are crazy. They'd buy two games full on. They'd buy two full on RPGs in the calendar year because, yeah. of course, they would. <laughs> <laughs> then they'll just fight each other about which one was better, like a bunch of psychos because they're stupid. Yeah, oh, interesting. <laughs> <laughs> I also think, and I don't want to, you know, um, I don't really want to talk about it like um, kind of in terms of like casual and hardcore, right? But I feel like remake is like the casual Final Fantasy series, and what I mean by that is, I feel like oh, that's the normie yeah. series. People picked it's up the one that casts the wire because they net. were like, I've heard that people love Final Fantasy VII, so they picked it up. I have friends who have never played Final Fantasy, never intend on playing Final Fantasy, but are going to play Seven Remake because they've heard that people love Seven, so they're going to pick up the remake and play through the trilogy. So it's like, you are to me, one that's of those like, people. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm one of those people. Well, I'm going to pick you, up your friends. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm going to pick no because I'm going to pick up sixteen. So it was like, well, yeah, I, picked, I know. I'm just saying. I would have like, picked up sixteen regardless. In... Yeah. Even if seven remake didn't exist, probably because I probably would have wanted to try at least one Final Fantasy at launch. But yeah. you know, um, seven remake I feel is a completely different audience. Yeah, the Final Fantasy fans will pick it up, but I feel like it has this kind of more casual market, whereas sixteen is the big kind of JRPG push. So yeah, like Cloud and Sephiroth are both icons that expand beyond JRPGs. <laughs> Mm-hmm. I, yeah, feel like like I feel like they could both release I feel like they could both yeah they could both release in a really short time frame and they both do extremely well they yeah. they don't they don't cross pull they don't really kind of they don't really clash with each other too much and the people that do clash would buy both anyway yeah they just play yeah. one first or maybe juggle them if yeah. they're especially psychotic I wouldn't worry God. too much God, but it won't imagine. make it it won't make it regardless so who cares right who cares yeah and as I say, the rest of them, they could all show up, or they could all not show up. Who knows? Starfield, I think, will make it. Starfield's going to make it this time around. Yeah, I feel like Starfield will so. probably... Will it be good is the real question. Uh, yeah. Pikmin 4, I think, will show up, because I really don't think that Nintendo wants to have a Pikmin game as a launch title for their next console, to be honest, so they're probably just like, get Oof. it out, get it out. Yeah. Sorry, Pikmin fans, but they're probably... Like, I'll be honest no. with you, I forgot that they announced Pikmin 4. Uh, I had to look it up just to yeah, same. Put it on the list. Was that the last direct that they did that? I think yeah. so. Yeah, and then like, didn't yeah. Miyamoto didn't Miyamoto beg us to play the Pokemon Go Pikmin game? Yeah, probably. Was like, play Pikmin yeah, Blue, yeah. Please, yeah. please, please. We talked about how much he loves it. I love yeah. flowers. When I was a kid, we had flowers in our garden. Thank you, Miyamoto. Very cool. 
Now here's Chris Pratt. No. Anyway, it's time, ladies and gentlemen. It's time for our game of the year. Wow. So much anticipation. I know you've been eagerly awaiting for this conversation for two hours and have definitely not predicted what Cows is already and then have me and Hunter talk about the same three or four fucking video games. But I know that at least a couple of Hunters will be different, so we'll see. Right. The way this works is everybody has their own Game of the Year award. We give three out because why should we all settle when we all have our favourite Game of the Year? That's how it is. And if you don't like it, fuck off. Too bad. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Go and cry somewhere else. I I feel like some people don't like it because other people are like, no, I like it when people have one Game of the Year and it's not mine so I can scream. No, that's not how it works. Like, what? We're not an outlet. We don't have to bow to this stupid convention. And even if we did, we wouldn't, because we're three fucking people. I don't care if it's an outlet. I'm not like, I don't give a shit. Right. Are we doing these in... Do you want to just hide mine first and show mine, and then I'll do mine? Are we doing this in order? Okay, fair. Yeah. Sounds like a plan. Who do we want... Right. Who do we we want to go first? I mean, I can go first. Do you want Kyle to... Yeah, I was going to say, do you want Kyle to go first because he's obvious? I feel like it should go me, Kyle, then me, then Hunter based on the way this is going to go. I feel like that's what we'll do. Okay, Kyle, whenever you're ready. All right, here we go. Okay, interesting. Oh, fuck, I spelled live alive wrong. Liva, liva. (laughs) (laughs) It's the Spanish version. (laughs) (laughs) Anyways, um, um... On my list, I've got Xenoblade Chronicles 3, Live yes. Alive, Pokemon Legends Arceus, DNF Duel, and Splatoon 3. Yes. It's Xenoblade 3. Like, like, come, it's, go I watch love, the three, go, go, go watch, watch the, the three, three hour, hour discussion. <laughs> and you can either go watch the three hour spoiler cast or the, the two hour review or the one hour <clears throat> we think this game's going to be great or whatever it was. We've done a lot of podcasts on Xenoblade Point 3. To this any year. episode about Xenoblade 3 to hear my excitement about this game. This was my most anticipated game of this year and it delivered on every front. Like, this game just grabbed me in a way that. I feel like the other two games, the other two Xenoblade games didn't. And mm. like Ethan said earlier, all of your six main cast members are all super interesting. And I cared about all of their issues, which to make that happen in a JRPG setting is a fucking miracle. They to matter not have, for the whole story. They matter for the whole story. None of them fall off at any point, really. The music, like, Every part of this game just works so well with it, with it, and it all culminated in that ending where the game finally broke me. I cried at a video game for the first time, and I don't know how long, but I believe you it, told us that Xeno Gears made you weep. Did it? Yeah. Did I it? So. Yeah. I don't recall. This was years ago. No <laughs> one's gonna fact check that. Our I Game know. of the Year episode for 2020 is there where you, you go. go check that fact. Go check nerds. Hunter, you need to stop remembering Please. things. <laughs> <laughs> Why do you just have that on hand, ready to go? At all. I don't know. It's just... <laughs> I'm afraid of your brain, Hunter. <laughs> uh. 
but no, this game's beautiful, and it's also the kind of sequel where you don't need context from the other two games to play it. It helps, but it's not a hard requirement. Mm-hmm. This game's just incredible, man. I've yeah, I don't have anything else to say. I'd just be talking in circles. Fair enough. Uh, well, I guess I'll go next. Jeez. Okay, right. Three, two, one. Boopy doopy scoopity poop. There we go. Look at the f- fuck. What is this? Is this the game awards, bro? Jesus Christ! Look at this. <laughs> you on yours. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, <laughs> my five games of the year uh, nominations go to uh, Elden Ring. Uh, God of War, Ragnarok, uh, Horizon Forbidden West, Xenoblade Chronicles 3, and Pokemon Legends Arceus. Uh, yeah, it was close. It was between Arceus and um, Nirvana Initiative. And I just was very impressed with Legends Arceus that we actually had a good Pokemon game where I'd already played technically both uh, AIs this year. So I was just expecting good games and I got good games. So I was like, yeah, you know, whereas Arceus genuinely yeah. surprised me. Uh, Forbidden West is fantastic. Uh, Ragnarok is brilliant, and so is Elden Ring, and so is Xenoblade. It's a hot, like like I say, man. It's like fundamentally, in terms of video games, it's been a brilliant year. There's been so many great yeah. games where it's mainly just it's a it's a personal preference. It's not necessarily a dude. It's been stacked. It's not like, a year where honestly. there's like a clear game that is like bet like <clears throat> superior, like in the slightest. Um. But again, like I say, when it comes to, when it comes to games and when it comes to making a reaction, when it comes to coming onto top lists, it it uh, for me it's always based on emotion. So it's Xenoblade again. It's for me it's Xenoblade three, and like I say, it's like I haven't had an emotional reaction to something like that since uh, Your Name, uh, which is my favorite movie of all time. So if some, usually if something makes me cry or something makes me emotionally invested, I'm usually uh, heavily inter- like interested and involved. So yeah. It's there's something about that game. It's genuinely it will. It's my favorite. It, it, it's it's my favorite Switch game. I feel like it's overtaken Breath of the Wild, and I I genuinely do love that game. And I it's not perfect. There are definitely issues that I have with that game. There are definitely pacing problems with that game, especially early on, where I feel like that game's a bit slow at the start, and there's a bit of a couple stop starts, and the ending's a bit too quick. Which I feel like is a problem with a lot of games this year. Um, but it's funny how when the actual ending starts happening, it was too fast. But I feel like their final chapter had a bunch of padding at the same time. They had a Triforce quest at the end, which I was like, "Why are we doing this? This is Wind Waker. What the fuck? Like, come on." Yeah, it was <laughs> stupid. I didn't like that. <laughs> no, neither did I. But no, it's seen them. Yeah, it's seen a Blade Three. I, I I adored it. It's it's great. It's fantastic. I can't wait for the DLC next year. Same. We'll see if I lie. We'll see if it's. We'll see. We'll see. What, we'll see what happens. Anyway, Hunter. Now for the interesting one, Hunter. All righty. <laughs> I mean, it's not super interesting if you've been paying attention to the other things I've been talking about throughout the episode here. But my nominations are God of War, Ragnarok, Plague Tale, Requiem, AI: The Somnium Files, Nirvana Initiative, Rollerdrome, and Sifu. All right, so Sifu and Rollerdrome are both like nominated off of the back of being two of the most fun games on the you know core gameplay level. Rollerdrome is, like I said earlier, another Tetris for me as far as just turn it on whenever I feel like and listen to music for the day. And then Sifu was 
immensely fun in its own regards. Um, I still, I've still picked it up here and there, even after beating it. Um, God of War, Ragnarok, Plague Tale, and Somnium Files all are like in the category of these occupied space in my head after I had turned them off and after I had finished them, all of them in that regard, like God of War immensely. It's a, it improved upon the, you know, foundation that the other game set in a way that I wasn't expecting it to. And its story was really solid. We've pointed out issues with like, it is ending maybe wrapped up a little too quickly. And, you know, some of the pacing in other sections is also kind of weird as far as like there are a couple segments where I'm like, this is still going, this is going on a bit longer than I figured it would. But, you know, what can you do? I'm still going to remember the highs of this game yeah. years, years later. And there's several highs to this game as opposed to like I'm remembering like two or three things from the 2018 game. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, Plague Tale Requiem, like I said before, is probably the most pleasant surprise i've played this year because i liked the first game and this one i'm coming i'm coming away like massive glow up one of the best games of its kind as far as the narrative driven action adventure kind of thing i think the story they tell is really good really um really heartbreaking in a lot of ways all that sort of stuff and then somnium files nirvana initiative was my most anticipated game this year because i figured that zelda wasn't going to come out uh-huh. so as far as games that actually came out you know it delivered in spades it's one of the i love i love video game mysteries this is one of the best of them just same as with the first game and same as with you know the best of the ace attorney games it it delivers on everything i wanted a really cool twist they got me in a way they got me again as far as the actual you know mystery went like i was ready to turn off the game as soon as i got to the end of this specific segment and then they hit me with the twist and i was like ah metaphorically it slapped my books out of my hand walking down the school <laughs> hallway it was and then i was up for an extra half hour just pondering everything it was wild like yeah. i thought about this game so much when i wasn't playing it i have a google doc that's just me taking it's like the it's like the corkboard string theory thing it means scribblings like, of a madman yeah essentially it's just something a lot of it's theorizing some of it's just spitting opinions and you know i don't do i didn't do that with any other game <laughs> <laughs> so my game of the year is AI the Somnium Files Nirvana Initiative. Fair enough. And there we go. I guess that's that. I guess we're done. Wow. Yeah. Another that's year it. in the books. Yeah. Another year of this, eh? Wow. I can't believe it. <laughs> that is it. That is 2022 done. In review. Both in, yeah, both in terms of games and in terms of the podcast. That is it. We are done. That is a wrap on 2022. Thank you so much, everybody, for hanging out with us, uh, whether it's been for the past two hours or for the past 12 months. Uh, it's been it's been a wild ride. Like I said, we've had some amazing highs. We've had some droughts. We've been through uh, some rough patches, but we made it in the end, guys. We made it in the end. Uh, yeah, this year was weird. This year was still there was... the weirdest as far as, like, releasing the release schedule but you know yeah. looking back at it retrospectively it was stacked yeah. a really good year yeah really good year just very very weirdly paced <laughs> but um hey there you are let us know what your guys favorite games of the year are uh on the socials on the comments wherever you want to chuck them at us we'll we'll listen to them we'll hear them that's great uh but yeah 
I guess, as always, all links are on screen right now or in the description if you're on podcast. You can go and follow us on Twitter to keep up to date with everything that's been happening outside of the podcast. Uh, feel free to do that. Uh, like I say, we will be back next week regardless. We're not taking a break. We've got a whole other year to look at. God, Jay, that's when it starts. Crank it back up again. Crank the machine up. 2023 is coming. Enough looking to the past. We need to look to the future now. Again, and then we'll start looking at the past again. It's just a never-ending cycle. Oh, God. Um, sure but is. hey, uh, <laughs> hey, but if you want to know when we start looking to the future, you can go follow us on Twitter at HotGamersOnly or subscribe to the YouTube channel at youtube.com forward slash HotGamersOnly. And hey, if you don't want to look at our stupid faces, that's cool. You can head to the link tree or search for Hot Games Only on your favorite podcast service, such as Spotify, Apple Podcasts, you name it. We're on it. Go and check us out there. Leave us a review if you like us. That'd be awesome. Thank you very much. Uh, I'm not going to... You know, I'm not going to try and stall. We're just going to end it because it's been two and a half hours. So uh, thank you so much <laughs> for hanging out with us this week. Again, hope you've had an amazing holiday season. Hope it continues to be good. Hope you have some time off. And if you do, you enjoy it. If not, hope you get some time off at another point in time because you need time off because everyone needs time off. Uh, yeah, time brain exhausted. Break. Get that brain break. Uh, we'll be back same time, same place next week in the new year for more, I guess. I feel like I should have said same time, same place next year. But then I also feel like that would have been like, no, we will be back before December next year. Please come back. <laughs> Please come back. It will be the second we will be here. Um, but yeah, until then, have an awesome new year, I guess. And yeah, we'll see you next time. Bye. See ya. Toodaloo.